The black is a better athlete to begin with because he's been bred to be that way because of his high thighs and big thighs that goes up into his back and they can jump higher and run faster because of their bigger thighs. This goes back all the way to the Civil War when during the slave trading, the big, the owner, the slave owner would, 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 would breed his big black to his big woman so that he could have a, a, big, a, big, a big black kid. <laughs> we finally found the clip. Welcome to the Opie and Anthony program on XM Satellite Radio. It's a virus. You got to know that by now. The ONA virus. Yeah. Slowly but surely spreading across America and now spreading across Canada. You got to love that. Well, wow, that was great to hear the uh, Jimmy the Greek clip again. We've I mean, heard that in years. We've been uh, looking for this Jimmy the uh, Jimmy the Greek clip for uh, yeah a few years now. Yeah. What was it? He was at some kind of function, and he had a few it was drinks. Just, uh, yeah, wasn't he? Was just sitting down at a table, dinner, a dinner. Yeah, having a few drinks, camera in his face, microphone, and I don't, even, I don't know how that conversation got rolling. I guess they were talking about uh, probably some sports figure, and uh, he fell into that little train of thought. <laughs> Absolutely, the truth though. Never, well, never understood why he got fired behind like, it. Yeah, it's it, there are some truths that are unspoken. You just can't say it. <laughs> it was just the truth. It was just like you know they bred big black niggas with big black nigglets to make big black babies. They that's didn't it. want some skinny weakling. That's what guy. They, that's what they did. And then is, is that why black is a better athlete? Maybe white people was upset that they said black was a better athlete. better athletes. Yeah, maybe that was it. Because, the white man because the reason they are is exactly what that was. Just what Jimmy the Greek said. But back in the day, I don't think you could say that stuff. Can't he, say it now. I think he would have got away with it today. No Absolutely way. Absolutely not. He would have got uh, fucking not only fired, he would have got kept being getting rehired so that they could keep firing him. <laughs> well, that's, well that, that's what I mean. That would be the difference. You're right. He would do his time, and then he'd be back on TV. Just crucified. <laughs> but, oh, it would be uh, much worse. That was back during fucking... All in the family when he said that shit. <laughs> that was back in the Howard Cosell days. Look Howard at Cosell. that little monkey scamper. <laughs> I call a lot of people little monkeys. That was his excuse. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Can we find that clip too? The Howard Cosell clip. That's a great one. And I, don't, I can't. I'm not sure that was racist. Like sometimes no. I, I really want to say everything white people do is racist just to say it. Right. But you know, this con context is so, people who don't understand context. I, I tend to believe women just don't understand context yeah it's just the word is the word and like oh doesn't matter where it is uh, or what it's being used for just, right just but uh, look at that little monk it just was something that popped in his dummy yeah, i'm sure yeah. he's latent racist but he's a, he was an old jew how racist could he be <laughs> but i'm sure he didn't he was probably pissed because it's like my God, I wasn't trying to be racist. <laughs> if I was trying, you'd have known it. You know? Look at that little cooner run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it pisses you off when you get accused of doing something that you didn't, that you do. You've done it before. You do it. You get accused of it when you weren't doing it. It's like, wait a minute. No, no. Let me give you an example of when I did do that. <laughs> he's running like he thinks he's free from slavery. <laughs> Look at him running. Look at that ashy Negro run his little black cheeks off. He's running like the chains just came off. <laughs> Look at him go. 
right, so you just want to be. I don't think that Jimmy is that stupid. He wanted to have a job. No. He was just trying to be candid and a little. It's like, hey, it is what it yeah. is. This is why. I think it's just the whole equating the black man to an animal type thing. Because if you had the same conversation about thoroughbred racehorses, if, if you got this little weakling thoroughbred horse that came out, yeah. you're not going to use it to breed with another thoroughbred to make the strongest racehorse uh, you can. And uh, with, with the Civil War, the guy's talking about Civil War days, not fucking what's going on You know, at the time he said this. And he said that uh, the plantation owners wanted strong did. workers. So why would they breed, uh, when they had power to do this, some weak black guy with uh, a black what woman? Did. It's what just they what did. they did. It's but like, you can't say it. You can't say it. This <laughs> this, is, they really just picked two big mothers out and said, go fuck? Well, it's a whole plan. If you one day, while, you, while you're um, you know, taking breaks off of being racist, just look at the, uh, what they call the, uh, <laughs> the Willie Lynch papers. Willie Lynch? The Willie Lynch theory, it's a it's it's supposedly quote unquote urban legend, but it's not urban legend. It's the, it was the plan on how to design slavery because to how to keep black people enslaving themselves is the plan. It's oh really? Yeah, and it and it's based on how horse breeding. Really? It's based on it's horse strange breeding. Strange I brought that up. <laughs> It is. I right, listen. That is strange. I've never heard of that, yet I use the horse analogy. <laughs> Obi's like, that up. Uh, Obi's just like Jimmy the Greek. No, right, no, no, no. Listen, everybody. Not at all. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this to the next level. Oh, you're going to uh, bring the people in. I'm bringing yeah. the, the I'm trucker in Nebraska. <laughs> Fuck the no. The fucking nigga. It wasn't based on horses. Stupid. It's based see. on you gotta have faith in and dogs. <laughs> you have to have faith in, my, in me sometimes, Patrice. All right, Obi. Watch what I do right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We got Howard Cassell's son. Uh, nephew, uh... Somebody relates to Howard Cassell. Wait, I always forget. <laughs> grandson. grandson. That's right. We have Howard Cassell's grandson. He calls the show every once in a while. It, really? For yeah. real. I Colin. swear to God, this is Colin Cassell. <laughs> What's up? Colin, you know we have the utmost respect for uh, your grandfather. It's funny. The one morning I just happened to be listening, there I am all excited for the show to start, and you start off with bashing my grandfather as a racist. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we actually said he was yeah. that, that was taken out of, out context. of context. We was giving it to him. Can you imagine, though? Hold on, Colin. <laughs> what a coincidence this is. Just out of nowhere, we finally find the Jimmy the Greek clip. We decided to play it at the start of the show, and, and Howard, they go into the Howard Cosell thing, and, and Howard's uh, grandson is listening. Colin's listening. Colin, first of all, you got to start with your impression. Listen to, to his impression of his uh, grandfather. Never has there been a bigger abomination than calling my grandfather, the late Howard Cosell, a racist. <laughs> Pretty goddamn good, man. Um, now, i, I got to tell you this story real quick, though. The, the guy that he was referring to as a little monkey, and yes, he did call all his grandchildren little monkeys when we were running around. Um, but uh, the guy's name was Alvin Garrett. And after the game, uh, someone was interviewing him and uh, said, you know, what, what do you think of these comments that Howard said about you? He said, I'm just glad Howard Cosell knows my name. Yeah, because yeah, it was same. it was taken out of context. Yeah, he, I just refuse. I, I I love accusing people of being racist, but it's just it it just wasn't. It have was you a ever thing. have you ever seen a little monkey run? Look they are quick motherfuckers. Monkey so, scamper. If you want to talk about someone running fast, regardless of their color, yeah, but they're using a little four monkey legs. is a good. 
<laughs> They're using four legs, though. They're not. The barometer would be <laughs> if he was still alive today and saw King Kong, and he goes, "Look at Lawrence Taylor climb that building." <laughs> LT's really making some headway. He's already up to the forty-fifth floor. <laughs> there he is, once known as the Great Cassius Clay, working his way up to floor fifty-two. White woman in hand, this should outrage the American public. Oh my God! Ali with a right hook to a wing. The plane is down. The plane is down. Oh, look at that little Ali scamper. The casting crew of To Kill a Mockingbird still outraged by the blonde woman in his hand. <laughs> oh, he was he was completely vindicated for that, you know. Well, I mean, you know, he had uh, after all those years of supporting uh, Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali, and then you have yeah. one little slip up one night, and everyone's like, "He's a racist." Yeah. And, you know, that's but that's the media for him. So uh, for you, so fuck him. That's what I say. Yeah. Down with the media. Oh, Colin. Very good. Thank Great job. Thanks for letting me go, uh, get on and defend my grandfather. No problem. Any time there, Colin. Where's the wig again? Uh, we still don't know. Someone has the wig. I, Someone's you mention this every time wig. I call, and I still don't know. I've checked eBay. I have no idea. If We're trying to find the that wig. turns up on eBay, imagine what Howard Cosell's wig would go for. Uh, oh, 50000 60000 probably. Probably. At least. Yeah. Yeah, probably uh, less than his yeah. jacket. I'm sure, like his ABC Monday Night Football I've got, jacket. I got his entire wardrobe in my uh, in my closet, actually. Really? Yep. Wow, you got the uh, uh, ABC Sports jacket? I do. Holy I shit! Bring it in. That's a biggie. I actually, well, I was going to come in. I was uh, waiting till uh, Jimmy was back because I, you know, sort of know him because we did a little bit of comedy together. But I was going to bring in some of my grandfather's uh, original ties for each of you. Dude, right. what is is the jacket in good condition? Like, or yeah, is absolutely. it? Would would you be able to bring that in? Because I would love to put it on and take a photo in it. I, I could if uh, if I'm allowed to shake your hand. Yeah, Anthony, you can absolutely shake my hand. Anthony is strange that way. He's got a picture of him in the uh, Johnny Bravo jacket. As the well. Johnny Bravo uh, jacket from uh, the Brady Bunch. That's right. It was a thrill for me. And Howard Cosell's jacket would be uh, fantastic. Excellent. Well, I'll, I'll do what I can. Colin, come in next week. Jimmy's back next week. I will do that. All right, just come in any day. You don't even have to set up an appointment. Yeah, right? just show up. That'll make my friend Frank Nostro very happy. He's like, when are you going to finally go in there? I said, I don't know. I'm waiting for Jimmy. So next week I'll do it. All right, leave us with some Howard. All right. Gentlemen, I wish you the greatest show that you could possibly have. Bring them the funny and take down that big bird-looking son of a bitch, Howard Stern. All right. Thank you, Colin. All right, gentlemen. Colin Cassell, everyone. We have <laughs> another Jimmy the Greek uh, clip here. They take over coaching like everybody wants them to. There's not going to be anything left for the white people. I mean, all the players are black. I mean, the only thing that the whites control is the coaching jobs. Now, I'm not being derogatory about it, but that's all that's left for them. Oh, what a, what a poor, just a poor, honest old idiot. That's what he is. Just a dopey ass, just honest, honest motherfucker sitting idiot, there. Man. Like, yeah, you gotta leave the Jesus, coaching for some of the white What are we gonna do if all the niggas are goddamn coaching now, too? Look at that little monkey calling the plays. 
Look at that little monkey negotiating. <laughs> Holy shit, he negotiated a contract. <laughs> damn. Holy shit, man. That poor, honest old bastard, man. And he was on everything back uh, back in the day, like all those variety shows, uh, Bob Hope. You know, he would turn up constantly. Whenever there was a Kentucky Derby, uh, that they would always, he was the first guy they would go to. Jimmy the Greek, your picks for this other? Well, I don't know. I'm looking at this horse, and uh, if it was a colored guy, I'd have to lay my money on it. <laughs> the guy just didn't know when to cut it off and just shut the fuck up. Let's go to Neil in Wisconsin. Neil, what's up? Hey, guys, uh, Max McGee, the uh, announcer for the Packers about, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, Herschel Walker was carrying the ball, and uh, he was running down the sidelines. He says he looks like he just stole a watermelon headed south. He got into trouble for that one. Oh, my God. If you guys have this stuff, you got to send it into the show. Oh, my yeah, God. I, I had it, but uh, take it easy, guys. All right, thank Mistaken you, Neil. racist comments. Yeah. <clears throat> and you just don't. I I that's why I don't want to give white people credit enough for being that knowledgeable about how to be racist like that. He doesn't want to lose his job. No. Right. So it's just it's just he's a country boy. He's kind of goofy. Yeah. And that he's describing what it is, and it's like no 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 no. You can't say boy. You can't say yeah. monkey. You can't say watermelon. And you 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 want to just turn around and say fucking racist, <laughs> but you've given a little too much thought, and you're like. <clears throat> guy's just stupid. He's just stupid. And, really and not a racist. Personalities. Stupid. Yeah. Like Cosell's whole personality just doesn't lend itself to to being a racist. It just right. lends itself to being like if you had a guy who was announced and he just goes, Oh boy, look at this fucking nigga run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh boy. Could be a problem. Look at, look, at, look at this fucking holding the water holding the ball like it's a goddamn watermelon. Well, yeah, another touchdown by a nigga. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, surprise, surprise, another nigga scored a touchdown. If, if it was like that, right. it'd be different. But it's like, look at this little holy magolis. <laughs> you know, like an Italian player. He goes, holy cannoli. Holy oh, cannoli. Why? I gotta be a cannoli Damn. up in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Steve in New York. Steve, what do you have? What about Wolf Blitzer on CNN with the uh, Katrina thing? They're so poor. And so black. They are so poor. <laughs> they are so black. When he said that. Yeah, we got the Wolf Blitzer, too. Oh, where's the Wolf Blitzer? Huh? He didn't get in trouble for that? He didn't get in trouble. Nothing. No, because they were so poor and, and so, so black. black. <laughs> I mean, there really ain't. Yeah, we got... We got all this. We got a lot of this stuff. We got to start playing it now. Oh, my God. Eric's trying to find that for us. Yeah, Wolf Blitzer uh, during uh, Katrina. Oh. He's talking with one of the reporters, and, of course, he's back in uh, uh, CNN Central there, the Situation Room. He's got all those cameras, uh, all those uh, video screens behind him. And uh, he's trying to be a little profound, <clears throat> I guess. And he goes, and these people, you watch the heartbreaking video of them being evacuated from the rooftops and, and uh, not f no food or water, and they are so poor, and they are so black. <laughs> wow. And if, he didn't, if, he didn't, if you didn't see him trying to muster up that, that emotion, like yeah. if he just goes on and just struggling and just... Ah, what difference does it make? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> when you look at it, all you see is see a black face. Ah, wet niggas. Ah, what are you going to do? Ah. We have another one. Turtlehead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Hey, don't forget, uh, I don't know if Patrice ever heard it, um, 
Martin Luther Coon Day. Oh, what? That was the weather guy. Yeah, do we have that one? He got fired, man. Oh, my God. He got (laughs) fired before they went to sports right after the weather. I mean, Freudian up the ass hole. Because he was saying saying, uh, Martin Luther King Day, and he said, Martin, like he slipped up before he even got (laughs) to King. So King came out like Coon, and... And it didn't even all the way come out. It was like Martin Luther King, like, oh, oh no, oh, no. Was he was going to say cold front or I don't know. He got he all, was thinking, he oh, got yeah, all messed it up. It seemed like it, but I, Freudian, it, yeah. It didn't uh, seem like he... With his buddies, he could say that all the time, and then it, it came out when he... Yeah. Here's what I decree. Here's the decree we make right now. Mm-hmm. Before, when any white guy does something like that, you, 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 the black community gets to vote on whether he gets fired or not. Yeah, but that's an instant fired. Uh, it's not because if the black community gets to vote. You know what? Who black people didn't give a shit about was oh. Rush Limbaugh, saying that. Uh, uh, remember, you were talking about uh, uh, what's the quarterback for Philly? Um, oh right, uh, yeah, yeah, McNabb, yeah. and he yeah, goes, he goes, they want to, you know, he's a he's a black quarterback. A black he quarterback. stinks. He, he goes, he sucks, but they're pumping him up because you need a black quarterback to be good. He got some heat for that. Though. He got he got fired. For that, for from for ESPN, he got fired. Oh, from ESPN, yeah. But I'm not positively sure that he's not that it was Russ Limbaugh himself is 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 you know what he is. But it's like I don't know if that's a racist comment to go. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not sure if the NFL doesn't need black quarterbacks. They yeah. they might need them because it was a stigma all that time. So it's like I'm not sure Russ should be. Fi- I'm not sure. In that situation, though, unless you have the piece of paper. From the NFL higher ups that said we really need a lot more black quarterbacks, so you could show it and go, see, I was just saying that. If you're speculating like he was like that, yeah, then it can be that's dangerous construed territory. as being racism, and and uh, out you go. We got the Wolf Blitzer clip. Ah, here's Wolf. As much as you see that picture, though, you you, you simply get chills every time you see these poor individuals. As Jack uh, Cafferty just pointed out, uh, so tragically, so many of these people, almost all of them that we see, are so poor and they are so black, and this is going to raise lots of questions for people who are watching this story unfold. We'll take a quick break. More of our special coverage. Right uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break. All I, right. I absolutely know where he was going with that. He just fucked up. Uh, he, I really think he meant to say... They're so poor, and so many of them are black. Right. Like, that's what he meant. It's not like they're so black. Like, look at that motherfucker. Oh. You can't see him. It's fucking dusk, and already I can't see the motherfucker, you know? Uh, how many Homer Simpson dopes did you think you you yeah. oh, throughout the, the producers and all the... Yeah, so dope. poor and so black. So black. Oh, oh, holy shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this uh, well, what break. What are you saying about the rednecks like in the tornado? It's like there's no... That, see, that's the thing that's, that keeps us from p- apart is that you give white people so much credit for being able to like affect your life with their little statements. But it's like, you know, oh, look at the poor white people in tornado. Oh, look at them there. They're just so... They shouldn't be in this position because they're white. Because they're it's, white. It and should be black folks blowing away. Oh, God. I don't like... You, you know, you, you, when you see large groups of white people carrying babies and food over their back and stuff, you're like, why are they in that position? Why the fuck? Why oh. But then, Katrina, you see just, like, huge uh, groups of black people walking around, babies and uh, uh, 
groceries and everything, whatever they can carry, and you're like, oh, well, you know, they're poor down there. They should have known to fucking leave, and the oh, water came it, in. It, it, and that's why they're trapped on the rooftop. They don't fucking listen to the goddamn news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're listening to? Hip hop music. They ain't got no. <laughs> you know, maybe if they turn the hip hop off every once in a while, and put on a fucking news station, they'd have known this shit was coming. Turn on BET. Put on a little CNN. I'm sure. B yeah. BET didn't have the fucking map with the hurricane going. It's coming your way, motherfucker. <laughs> they thought it was a new. Video Katrina <laughs> hits. Oh shit, Katrina hitting. Okay. Katrina dropping. Where's Katrina dropping? Is she open up for Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's go to Georgia. <laughs> Eric, what's up? Hey, you guys, uh, the, the, the sports stuff is hilarious, but uh, about two years ago, this running back from, I think it was either Virginia or Virginia Tech, he made some, like, ridiculous 95-yard run or something, and after the game, the uh, sports, one of the sports reporters was asking him, you know, what was he thinking about uh, when he was doing the run, and he was like, to be honest with you, I just pretended that I was being chased by the cops. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. And he was a black kid, and it was just like the reporter sat there like he, uh, 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 There's wow, nothing uh, better than watching the reporters in a, an uncomfortable situation like that. Because I've seen anchor people where somebody, maybe the sports guy, because it's always the sports guy or the weather guy, just say something fucking stupid. Like the anchors usually have it together enough to know that their career, they can fuck it up by, by saying something stupid. Sports and weather guys... They want to get their little moment in there, so sometimes they really fuck up and say something not even overtly racist, but just enough to make the anchors so uncomfortable that they won't even comment on it or acknowledge he said it or anything. So later on in the management meeting, they could go, well, look at the tape. I, I didn't even hear it. I'm just shuffling my paper. <laughs> we'll be back with our top stories after we get this idiot away from my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we can't find Martin uh, Luther Kuhn. Oh. What about uh, Joe, uh, line one, from Denver? I remember this one. All right, let's go to Denver. Joe? Hey, what about when Tiger Woods won the uh, his first Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuzzy Zeller. You win it, you, yeah, you get to pick the menu for the next year, and Fuzzy says, well, I guess next year we're having fried chicken and water. Now, let's <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But see, black people, this is this is a war between white people. Black people really think some of that shit is hilarious. It's just that we got we to gotta keep you motherfuckers in check when you just say goofy shit like that. Right. But it's hilarious. We would say that to each other. Yeah. Right, say, right, right. We trash Tiger Woods. Black people trash Tiger Woods ever since he goes, I'm Caucasian. And it's just like, motherfucker, you a nigga. <laughs> you gooky nigga. You ain't no cobbler fucking Asian motherfucker. Cobbler Asian. <laughs> How is that? Cobbler. I'm Cublasian, I'm half the... Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Goddamn, Porsche fucker, you are a nigga. And that's how you're going to get treated. Didn't Fuzzy Wuzzy let you know yeah. that? Fuzzy let you know that. And Fuzzy's defense was, no, we say this shit all the time. All the time, and they do. In the do. locker room. They do. You sure. know they all fuck the with time. that half a black Asian mother. You know they mess with Tiger's hey, head like that. And you know something? He gets them back tenfold by kicking their by fucking winning. asses out there on the court. If you guys got some of these That's clips, good. send them into the show, because we don't have all of them, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we got to scrape these we up. We did find uh, tax cunts, by the way. Oh, we did? Yeah. I mean, I, it's sort of in the same category, but yeah, we yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. News someone uh, fucking up. Miss, uh, miss speaking. Miss, 
Here's that a, was uh, Tom Brokaw, Tom Brokaw. This doing is, some kind of uh, special. He was standing on a runway right next to an airplane or some this shit. This is one of our favorites and, of all uh, time. He was meant to say the uh, presidential uh, tax cuts, and he's got such a bad speech impediment. This guy, uh, obviously, everyone knows he, he's just retired recently, but had a long, illustrious career as an anchorman for NBC Nightly News. Could not speak. He had one of those lisps where you can't say your L words. It comes out like oh, just this compression between the back of the tongue and the top of your mouth. So you sit there, NBC Nightly News, I'm Tom Brokaw's today's top story. Leon Klinghoffer pushed off the deck of the Achilles. <laughs> I couldn't say it. I saw that clip years ago of him saying that and was like, this motherfucker can't talk. He's the top dog at the news organization. And he can't, can't say, say an L. <laughs> right. And here he is uh, screwing up uh, tax cuts. Listen to the little uh, gap right after he said it when he knew he fucked up. But if the gap was any longer, he knew people would know he fucked up. So he trudges on like a pro. The key component in what the president insists is the job stimulus program. Ohio, a strong Republican state, is hurting economically. And as NBC David Gregory reports tonight, the president took his message right to a powerful Ohio Republican who is not convinced the tax cuts are the answer. <laughs> the tax cuts. <laughs> that long space sounded like 20 years, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Tax cuts. And to watch the video... It's a flash that comes over his face. Doesn't last more than a quarter of a second, but you see it. He panics. His eyes get a little wider, that delay, and then goes right back into it. And he proed his way through it. Like, oh, because oh, it was man. live, you know? It was fucking live, man. I think Tax the best way punch. to do it is to, is, is to just pretend you did not know. If you say, like, so poor, so black, you just... But that, but see, Wolf that, did a good job. That's what Wolf Blitzer get. That's that that thing where emotions for an emotionalist kind of person yeah. comes in, and he's feeling emotional, and right. he fucks up his entire rhythm because usually he's just disconnected. So poor, and so many people are black, and it's you know I don't. This is just a tragedy, but yeah. But it's just so poor. So black. So black. <laughs> oh, I so fucked that line up. Oh, yeah. So wet and so crispy. <laughs> so nappy headed. <laughs> like, just fucking. No one. Nothing beats the kayaks, though. With Celine Dion. Oh, Celine. Just losing her mind. When Did you hear Celine. the kayak one? No. Oh, this fuck. is. You got shit to play for you. When, when the victims of Katrina are on TV, and it was 24 hours a day, I mean, everyone watched it, and, and all the celebrities had to get involved. Sean Penn down in the boat with his shotgun and helping people uh, get out. And, and Celine Dion on Larry King starts talking, gets very emotional about uh, this whole thing, and just babbles like an idiot, like the idiot she is. She is mentally retarded with a Vegas show. That's what it is. A retard with a Vegas show. Yeah, before the kayak one, listen to this. You know, some people are stealing and they're making a big deal out of it. Oh, they're stealing 20 pair of jeans or they're stealing television sets. Who cares? They're not going to go too far with it. Maybe those people are so poor. Some of the people who do that, they're so poor. They've never touched anything in their lives. Let them touch those things for once. <laughs> All right. Only a fucking mongoloid. 
retard would even have a thought process like that. That they're not stealing. Oh, you can touch this plasma TV, but you yeah. can't have it. That's because yeah. she doesn't have a, a history of having an emotion. So right. the, the emotional thing to say is, man, who gives a fuck about those televisions? Yeah. And just, who cares? And who cares? Ended, but, and she, but she's trying to be so profound in her new emotion it's that she's discovered. Need to touch it. <laughs> no. no, look, Celine, let me clue you in. They don't just want to touch it. They want to take it as many as they can, keep them bone fucking dry, so when this shit clears up, they can sell it and make a lot of fucking money. It has nothing to do. There isn't a tear in the gentleman's eye as he's like, never thought I'd touch this. Look at this pan... But Panasonic. Panasonic. Yeah. Not only am I going to touch it, I'm going to oh. take 20 pairs for myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cleon, there's no electricity. Yeah. I just want to touch it, man. I just want to touch the fucking thing. I just want to touch it. You know something? I never... That's her, her emotion. She's just no. Anthony has. She has. She just discovered right something she just didn't know. She and she wanted. She couldn't control. Right. It's like a science fiction movie where an emotionless robot finally gets the chip that gives him emotion. That's what she was like. She didn't know how to handle it. What did? What is this thing leaking from my what? eye? What? It's a tear. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh. Tear. <laughs> Feelings. I am disturbed by these feelings. I cannot deal with this, but I feel a pain that is not truly a pain in my midsection. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings of love. Just let them touch it. Just let them touch it. I'm sure that's all they want. Uh. <laughs> Why, I'm crying. <laughs> that's what she is. You're right. It was, it was she just self, got hit with it. It was self-importance. Yeah. It, was, it had nothing to do with Katrina. It was just no. her jerking herself off because she was feeling that way. Right. Time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you the one true emotion out of the whole thing and is that goddamn Kanye West is just... It, oh, right, right. And, but but see, damn. Michael Myers in that clip, I don't know if you ever saw that thing. Oh, and I know yeah. you guys had to talk about it many times. Hell yeah. But it's just like you can just... That is the pain of being phony in Hollywood. It's just... You can't deal with that. I, if Michael Myers called himself a comic when when fucking Kanye said, and George Bush don't care about black people, I'd have started roll. Yeah. I would have laughed so hard at him trying to collect this emotion and and yeah. saying that crazy shit, and then watching Mike Myers try to disconnect. It's like motherfucker, you you yeah. a comic too. Just, just start yeah. laughing. Just Go start with it. Laughing just at that look shit. at him. Imagine if he turned to him and looked at him like it, put his eyebrows up and just went. Did you just say? It's, it's these, uh. these people are struggling to, to be be honest, man. That's yeah. the fucked up thing about this business. That's what's good about the radio. It's like you could just yap about some shit, be honest, and it's just it doesn't hurt. You know, you right. say some shit, you might say a little tsunami shit. Right. What are you gonna do? But you could be honest. But there is no honesty left. The honesty, whatever little piece of honesty anyone really wants to come out with in Hollywood in that whole circle, has to be covered up in this armor. You know that that like it it then it, it does it's not even honesty anymore. But what's the drive for that? What is the 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 root of dishonesty in terms of why can't people just 
say what they want. Because Who, who's in charge of this you new know phenomenon there, when you there, can't say there shit? There are so many little uh, interest groups now that have such a loud voice. Like, you don't need the NAACP coming after you anymore. You need, like, the fucking uh, 125th Street fucking committee that thinks you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, you don't need the whole... You don't uh, need the whole shebang anymore. It's anything you say now. There is a group. You could talk about fucking anything, and there will be a group that will write a letter and be offended. And everyone, especially in Hollywood, that has careers yep. and sponsorships, and the more corporations that get involved with stuff, the more they don't want to offend anybody. Now, how much money would you need to have in your pockets, right, before mm. offending anybody didn't mean shit to you? Where you felt comfortable enough... To say, God, fuck yeah, God, I got yeah. this many millions. You know what? Mm, Blow we, me. We almost have enough. <laughs> it would, it would be a lot. That's the beauty of satellite radio. We don't have to really worry about sponsors yet. You it's know, not it's, so much money though. It's, it's, it's like boredom. I could. What am I gonna do? Yeah, we want to do. I gonna do? I, I kind of enjoyed this job. Let's get back on track. We got the Celine Dion. Take it from me. We got the kayak. <laughs> we got the kayak clip here. Let's uh, listen in on this. Oh, the kayak. Patrice has listen never heard to this, this genius. It is. You know, when, when I was hearing a couple of days ago that these things are not reachable, it's too full of water, <clears throat> maybe I'm too much like my, I'm not thinking with my head, I'm talking with my heart. Nobody can open any roofs, the helicopter's flying in, take two people at a time, take a kayak, go into those walls. There's kids being raped at night, you hear gunshots, big guns, what's that? Those people are praying, they're walking, they're like this, hello, do you see us? <laughs> <laughs> we're dying. Celine, it's terrible. You, I do not want to talk to you about money. <laughs> Celine Segway. And, and people are dying, and cheese, <laughs> but things are floating away. How come gum? What? <laughs> Die! Why? They punched my teeth. <laughs> they hit me and punched me. I, my gums are bleeding. She sounded like, come on. <laughs> I drive cab, but my teeth, they're killing me. Is this dental malpractice? <laughs> Take the kayak. Get through those walls. What walls? The walls. Smash the, the walls with the kayak. Children are being raped. Did the big oh. guns and the <laughs> what? And this is the fucking the guy sitting there listening to that shit. Said, uh, Celine, the walls. The what, walls. What is it? Smash the kayak against what? against the wall. What? Get the kayak. What are you gonna do with a fucking kayak? <laughs> first of all, and then have the people do the kayak uh, row. Yeah, they're gonna be rowing with the <laughs> single oar. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to, you have to kneel in the kayak. Yeah. So that you can do the kayak row. You can't sit in the kayak. They don't know how to sit in kayak. Kayak. Get the kayak. Why would they take a kayak? You can't carry a fucking like. A butter knife in a kayak. Never mind a saw to get through a roof or a wall. Take the jackhammers and heavy equipment. Put them on a kayak. What? If you're going to fantasize about what she wants to happen, how about you get a big boat in there and some fucking big helicopters? Take two people at a time. I think they would take more than two at a time in the helicopter. That is the most uninformed jackass I've ever heard talk just, about that. Just, it was just so... Emo her emotions were so new to the yeah, thing. Yeah. 
Oh, that's hilarious. The man. Titanic is sinking. You know, get people, get a log raft out there to help them. <laughs> you know what? And the ice pick and, and four things. Ice is, you know, people are freezing in the waters. Why can't we drop some warm socks for them? <laughs> no, you don't understand. It's like they're in the North Atlantic. It's freezing. The ship went down. and so, I know we have to help them. Get some hand warmers, some gloves for when they are waiting. Take gas boilers. They could do gas that. Gas boilers. Get some hair blowers and some generators so they can use that to dry their wet heads so they don't catch cold in the icy North Atlantic. <laughs> Why? Oh, she poor thing. Oh. You got to feel bad when she oh, just... She meant well. Brand new to emotion. Get the ice chippers. Everyone on the front oh. of the boat could chip the iceberg. <laughs> what an underestimating idiot this um, woman is take a kayak and sh the walls but she wasn't saying what to do or anything she was no, just naming stuff just blurting shit out kayak walls walls <laughs> onions what, bitch is this a is this a recipe you got the soup take the soup <laughs> now mix in some parsley <laughs> the people hungry look they're walking hello the word is kayak it's like basil <laughs> kayak oh. Uh, Onion, <laughs> both, helicopter, or uh, walls, wood, uh, onions, kayak, wood, uh, kayak, onion. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, kayak, wood, onion. Celine, the password is kayak. Okay, I'd like to play. <laughs> um, Small <laughs> boat. I uh, help people. Walls. Two. Alternating Two. rowing. Helicopters. Rapids. <laughs> and black people. Huh? Hello. Black people. <coughs> Onions. Plasma TVs. <laughs> Touch them. <laughs> Touch TV. Oh, what a dope. What, a, what an ass. All right, now we got to back up a little bit. We found the Martin Luther King oh, Day thing. Oh God damn it! This we're oh, I this love all it. started with one stupid clip this morning. Yeah, oh, we were sitting around going, ah, "How are we going to start the show?" Today? And this is how it starts. It amazes me every day we pull this off. The next couple of days, temperature is going to stay well above normal after a couple of days well below normal. Here's a look at your extended forecast for tomorrow. Sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s and mostly sunny skies. Look at that as we head toward Wednesday, oh, Thursday, and you're fired. Oh. And that guy's body temperature is about 120 <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, my God. Oh. I just Oh, oh, they gave him the Oscar too long speech music. <laughs> Here's what I think happened. If you if you, you oh. would play it again, you could hear this. And this is maybe I'm wrong, but, but I'm giving the guy the benefit of the doubt. Why would you first of all? Why the fuck would you go on the news and say that uh, on purpose? You wouldn't. Just wouldn't. You wouldn't. He's saying Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. The ooh in Junior. And the K and King. Did you ever mix shit up? So he King. mixed King and Junior and got Coon. Martin Luther Coonier. He would have gotten Martin Luther Coon Kinger. But uh, say Coon and King. It's, oh. King starts out completely. Yeah, but if different. he had Junior, in, you ever get ahead of yourself in your head as you're speaking? So he, as he says, the K for King. 
he's already got the oof for junior, so it's Cooner. But he never he corrected himself too soon, I think. It's a wonderful right. day here on George Washington Lincoln. What? <laughs> Washington Lincoln Day. <laughs> George Wooden Tooth. Wooden Tooth. I mean, George Washington. Let's listen again here. The next couple of days, temperature is going to stay well above normal after a couple of days well below normal. Here's a look at your extended forecast for tomorrow. Sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures oh, in the low happen. 60s and mostly sunny skies. Look at that as we head toward the Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. you think Friday. the sweat just immediately got, was on his forehead? I got a warm front uh, going across my forehead you, right now. You know all that mud makeup that they put on? your face yeah do you think it just started dripping down like a landslide over his eyebrows yeah. he's, like, sweat. he's like oh i'm really fucked. Uh, fired. i'm fucked i'm fucked deeper than a doppler two million i'm, I'm doppler three million fuck baby I'm and we'll have the rest of the forecast tomorrow honey if you can hear me get my resume to kinko's please immediately i'm fired but did he say the n and coon no it was like coo well, he could have said cool. It's a cool. Oh, I thought was, I was going to mix cool and, Martin, and Martin Luther King. Cool, Junior. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he was trying to fit the word cool in there. That somewhere. was a slip up. He but, couldn't get out of that. He couldn't talk out of that. But it could have been Freudian, too. This motherfucker could be the most racist guy. This going, oh, we didn't know the Martin Luther Coon Jr. day we got to uh, sit through. Huh, motherfuckers? I mean, I, I got to do my weather. Yeah, let's go. I got to do my weather. I'll be right back, though. Let's go to Ray in Virginia. Ray. Hi, man. Hey. Hey, you guys need to try to find the one where Shepard Smith makes a huge mistake. He's talking about J-Lo, and it, it, you know how he always does his little funny little uh, sayings he does? He gets tongue-tied. Yeah, they, I remember they, this one. Do we have that one, uh, Hawk? Yeah, we're the looking Shepherd for it right Smith now. J-Lo comment. <clears throat> what he say? The look, the look on his face is priceless. Then he, then he apologizes. You can just see it on his face like he's saying, oh... I am he so says blowjob, basically. Yeah, not basically. Yeah. He says no, blowjob. He says blowjob instead of, uh, I don't even remember what he was trying to say at the time. Yeah, we'll try to find that one. Damn it, I love okay, that cool. one. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thanks, yeah. <clears throat> oh, that Celine Dion is just... Oh, is that she is just a raving lip? She <clears throat> is so far from knowing what is going on in the real world. Like, she was a star pretty young on yeah she's and a long time. just now in vegas she's got like some palatial mansion she goes to her own uh, theater for a show every night what does she know about these people down there in new orleans nothing nothing thinking a kayak what the fuck that's a rich person recreational boat yeah is a kayak that's all she knows. I've been kayaking once. <laughs> take, a, take all rich people. Why? No po There's no polo ponies. Jesse no. polo pony. Take a gazebo. <laughs> take three gazebos with them. I can love <laughs> If everybody's maid and butler just chipped in <laughs> to pull these people out, they would be safe. Oh, God. Get them bidets, Larry. <laughs> Get them some bidets. I heard in the stadium that they were in, there were no bidets. <laughs> they are all going around with dirty hineys. <laughs> Larry, what can we do to help? I don't want to talk about money. <laughs> Is she a rip? Let's go to Larry in Michigan. Larry. Hey, boy. Call room service. <laughs> Have them send food down. What's up, Larry? 
Hey, do you remember in the 90s when uh, Jesse Jackson was appearing at a UAW rally and the president of the UAW had to introduce him, and he introduced him as Spear Chucker? Oh. What? I don't remember that. Yeah. Look, Who you can, would do you can that? Find, look look for the clip what? on the Internet. You'll find it. Yeah, he introduced him. And you know what the guy's thinking. Talk about Freudian. He's thinking, now i got to get up there and introduce this motherfucking Spear Chucker. But wow. he called him. Yeah, I think he was... He well, if you guys got these clips, you guys send them into oh the show. God, that doesn't genius. even sound like Jesse yeah, Jackson, never, where you can, yeah, you know, trip it up. Bear in Maryland. Bear. What's going on, fellas? What's up, hey, man? Hey, how about that big knucklehead grease man? What a little out of what a little out of day. Remember when he did the uh, Martin Luther King Day? If we uh, if we just shot four more, we'd have a whole week off. That's what a goodie. You never heard that one? Shit. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. This is innovative racism. I didn't even hear this, man. I didn't oh hear yeah, this. he got fired for that one. Yeah, and then and then he comes back and gets fired for the uh, uh, no wonder they dra drag them behind trucks comment. Well, uh, when after they played um, what they play Fuji's. I think it was yeah. a Fuji record. He was like checking out. No, what's her name? Uh, uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill plays oh, the Lauren Hill the radio record. Guy. That's yeah. I heard it. The Grease Man. Yeah. yeah. What did he do And he played it. And then he says, uh, of course, not liking the music, he goes, well, no wonder they drag them behind trucks. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. Fired. Yeah. Time for a bone dry. I'm out of work. <laughs> bone dry. Water doodle. <laughs> Time for the old unemployment line. <laughs> Dragged. And that issue was so sensitive. I mean, that was just... That guy was ravaged. Yeah, but, well, then he goes on TV to talk about what we did with the whole sex for Sam. Yeah, thing. and then after sex for Sam, he's like, well, it was uh, inappropriate behavior for the radio. <laughs> All right, Mr. Dragon behind the front. <laughs> yeah, right. That is a, thanks for finding an expert. <laughs> that is something, that whole Did issue that, that happened with that guy the grease man was something that should have been pulled from, like, Footage from the fifties, you know what I mean? Not even the fifties. Like a, that's that, the old thirties. First, the first talkie films racism. <laughs> <laughs> like that is beyond. Where uh, uh, Thomas Edison's, they're like, oh, you know, drag a nigga by the truck, and Edison's like, huh. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. No wonder they drag them behind trucks. <laughs> Watson, come quick, I need you. There's a colored person behind me. <laughs> <laughs> but there was the grease man, like right after it happened too. Just joking, and no wonder they drag them behind trucks. Oh, boot! He got the boot. Never recovered from that either. No. Oh. He's on an AM station somewhere in the DC. AM area. selling his own commercial time. Oh wait, what's this guy knows. Uh Brian in DC. Brian. Hey, uh, grease man, back on the radio in DC. Yeah. Is he? Uh, a Fox News affiliate. I think it's like WMET eleven sixty. Oof. Like I said, so he's wait. never recovered from that. <laughs> All right, thanks, sir. Next fuck up. <laughs> how quick? How quick we uh, we just forgive? Forgive and forget. That's that goes to show you how little how how little talent there is out there. Holy ah. shit! Hold on a minute. Now well, we, we forgive and forget the other way too, because Jesse was fucking Jaime Town. That should have just and he should have been gone. And here's the difference, though. It's like Jesse didn't even go. Whoops, oopsie doodle. He just no. Goes, 
you know, Hymantown, and it's just like... Hymantown. And, and you try to give him a chance to go, hey, Jesse, mm-hmm, did you Well, no, yeah, I understand what you mean. Hymantown. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, you, you make a left at Jewville, <laughs> and then you, you get on the Kike Highway... And it take you over oh. the Hebe Bridge right into Jaime Town. I'm going out to fly my kike. What did you just say? Did you slip up? No, I'm going to fly a Jew. What? <laughs> yeah, no apologies, nothing. No, nothing. I'm just flying Jews. And there he is. Whenever there's something, he's still on there, respected, everything. Well, Doesn't matter. Jaime Town. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking Al Sharpton was involved with that, uh-huh. that uh, debacle uh, case. What's her name? Tawana. Tawana Brawley. With uh, Mason and Maddox, those wonderful lawyers that they were, disbarred. Uh, and and nothing. He still, you know, gets up there. He's respected. He's more respected now than he's ever been. Well, you know, we get to do a few things. Yeah, yeah you get, get a free pass. Yeah, yeah, they get the fuck up, too. We don't get a, 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 a who reparations. Who do, who are... Those goddamn gooks got reparations. reparations. They get money, those damn yeah. Japs, for being in a camp for two days. We locked them up for a couple of weeks oh, a couple during of weeks. the war. You locked us up for a couple of goddamn we eons. <laughs> we can't call it. We can't say, be racist from time. We never knew what the hell they were going to say, <laughs> those chaps. Now we got back up a little bit. We found the Shepard Smith. Ah, okay. Shep. J-Lo's new song, Jenny from the Block, all about Lopez roots, about how she's still a neighborhood gal at heart. But folks from that street in New York, the Bronx section, sound more likely to give her a curb job than a blow job or a block party. The New York Post was sorry about that slip up there. I have no idea how that happened. God bless happen Shepard. Again. Acknowledge and that's your news and the G Block as Fox reports this Monday, November the fourth, two thousand and two. And still ahead. The most watched prime time in all of cable news. Yes. All right. Wow, you can hear it in his voice oh, at the wow. end of that. He's like, oh, man, am I going to get through this? And he, you and can he, hear it in his voice like, oh, damn. What a pro, though. He built his, his confidence back up like he like it, his, his, his motor stalled. And yeah. he just started it back up. Oh, blowjob. Block party. I'm sorry. And then let's get going now. Coming up next, O'Reilly. We hit the G block, baby. O'Reilly with some ass sex. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn it. I didn't mean it. I apologize for that. But he kept himself from getting fired because yeah. he acknowledged. It's like, whoa, that was sorry. That was just a slip up. He didn't it pretend. Again. It, it, nope. No one could say it. No That's one, what you got to do. You know, be human. <laughs> acknowledge it. Be human. All right, let's go to Fled in uh, Pennsylvania. Fled. Hey guys. Hey. So I wonder if you remember when Doug Williams was. Uh, he was the first black quarterback to play in his Super Bowl, and some chick. The first question out of her mouth was, "Excuse me, how long have you been black?" Wow. Are you kidding? <laughs> I swear to God, it, it's got to be somewhere out there I have to look for. Yeah, it. once again, if you guys have these clips, please send them in to Steve at foundrymusic.com. Thanks. All right, bunch of now. I think we have one more, and we'll take a, a break finally. Let's say hi to Chris from whackbag.com. Chris? Hey, love your show, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, man. Hey, do you remember back in 94 when Bill Clinton was being interviewed on BET, and he said, and I quote, doing the fucking air quotes here in the car. And he says, and I quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking faggot. Ass. <laughs> you know his ass? Anyway, he says, black people watch the same TV news at night that regular people watch. <laughs> and that's what white people think. Oh, wow. Well, you know, they're almost like real people. They're almost regular. 
Really? You know who Nirvana is? You're really regular. <laughs> that is hysterical. You was irregular before. <laughs> there are times, though, you don't know what to say. Like, like uh, there'll be uh, maybe a kid with Down syndrome or something, and you'll see him do something that amazes you that they're actually capable of doing that. And you'll say, wow, he was doing it like a normal person or a regular person. And, and that is so un-PC, but... But it's the truth. That's what it is. Right. And you say normal person, and, the, and then people argue, well, what is normal? Right. You know, you're judging what's normal. No. I know that ain't normal. I, that ain't the norm. I thought, I, I thought. see, I thought every time you said something, every time a person says something that's, that's politically incorrect, like you go, oh, wow, I thought that, that was something normal. I thought that only you got offended, and the person you was talking about didn't give a shit. Right. But I, I thought midgets was something that regular tall people was getting angry at midgets don't like the word midget no they hate it i thought midgets hey you little midget and he's like hey that's what i am baby but he's like i'm a little person a little person motherfucker you a midget little person <laughs> what you're not a you're not a, a little person that's putting that puts too much pressure on me yep. to be considerate of your fucking thing that is Evidently a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's like you are a goddamn midget, motherfucker. Don't what put me in a so bad wrong spot. What's about that, too? It's a what, great word. What's wrong with midget? <laughs> what is wrong with that word? I don't understand. It was never used as a derogatory term towards midgets. Right. Towards little people. It was just never like, you fucking midget. You know, hey, don't use the M word. I'm going to be pissed. You know, it's just what they were. And then all of a sudden, they just decided, no, midget is a bad word now. We want to be called little people. What do you think they was calling them on a set of odds, on the Wizard of Oz? They, Get you know, the fucking midget. Get over there. Get <laughs> the, the midgets on the set. Midgets on the set. We're doing the uh, Yellow Brick Road scene. Midgets to the set, please. And you know they weren't like, motherfuckers calling us midgets again. I can't believe we're little people. Hey, direct. Uh, down here. We're, we're fucking little people, asshole. You know, we're not going to uh, answer to midget anymore. All right, little people to the set. Thank you. That's better, motherfucker. Uh, it doesn't my... happen like that. Is this midget cursing me the fuck out? You yeah. got to get out of my face with your thumb arms before I toss you through a window. And you know, you know back then they were a dime a dozen, too. Like, they weeded them out with friggin' testing with and shit. With genetics and shit. Genetic. <laughs> like, they, there's a fucking doctor. The second you shoot a load inside your woman, he could be bedside going, uh, it's going to be a midget. <laughs> Kill it. I saw the, the test that we did. I could see by the residue left on your mattress. Uh, you fucking midget. You want, I'll bring the equipment in right now. We got a vacuum. We'll suck that fucker right out. You won't have to worry about having to be embarrassed for the rest of your life. That was but a, back then, that was a dwarfy load. Back then. <laughs> that back one then, load was dwarfing. God back damn. Then one of those motherfuckers mouth off about little people, they swing the door to MGM open. Any midgets want a job? <laughs> Any oh, hey, I'm there. Follow the yellow road. And then a bunch of midgets come running over the hill like gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. We <laughs> only need ten. Hey, all of that. One midget comes and then looks back and does the wave and it's 10,000 midgets. What was life back in the fucking 30s? Midgets galore. <laughs> they the ones who wrote that song. Hi-ho. They came in. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. It's off to work we go. How many you need? And we got 50. Yet. We only need 10 fucking midgets. <laughs> How are we going to control all these midgets? Don't worry. The king of the midgets. Attention. <laughs>
Go like uh like Malcolm X, like Denzel from Malcolm X, he just held his hand up and did the point and yeah. all the bitches left. <laughs> <laughs> Brought the midgets down to the MGM theater. Uh there's some midgets out there that need work. Oh, uh, listen, take these motherfuckers and go. <laughs> and then the women in the copper then goes, No midget should have this much power. <laughs> you right, nigga, Asalaamu alaikum. <laughs> God damn midgets. Nowadays though, you know you gotta little people, man. Only a few of them. You don't see the. You don't see them just trucking down the street as as many as you used to. Wow. In the twenties, it was the twenties. Oh, the whole world was half midget. Little midget hands doing the Charleston. Hey, baby, you want to shake a leg at the Cotton Club tonight? That's dead. Dead. Now you're hard pressed to find one. I could go a month. Hard pressed. It's a hard pressed to find a midget. Dude, we you go out there. I dare you. I a fucking month will go by. Two months. Yeah. Six months. Hard you won't see one fucking midget. midget. Hard, Patrice, hard You have no idea. We have a bit called the midget sighting of the day, and, and yeah. we can't do it every day because they're hard to find. It's just hard. it ain't like the old days. Uh, as if people are looking. They're you looking. Know, you're hard pressed to find them. Listen, we're doing a remake of Wizard of Oz. We're doing Wizard of Oz too. We need midgets. Damn. See, we have. We interrupt this program. They got a CGI midget. Yeah. sighting of the day. See, we have an intro and an outro for the bit, but we can't find can't midgets. Find and midgets. the only reason it is a bit in the first place is because a midget sighting is something unique. It's very rare. It's rare. Yeah. And, and then so the we person want to know will about call it. and describe <laughs> what he's seeing. You, you think we're kidding? Listen again. We interrupt this program to bring you the Ozo midget sighting of the day. And then we got this. Dude, I'm in the supermarket right now, and I see a midget, and he's pushing the fucking shopping cart. I swear to God, it looks like he's on that playground thing where you swing from one bar to another. He's reaching up and pushing a fucking shopping cart. It's funniest fucking thing I ever seen. Well, we got we got one sort of Bob doing. in Baltimore. Bob. Hey guys. Hey, hey Bob. What's up, Bob? I had to relate what happened to me with one of them little fuckers one day. Yeah. Me and some friends went into a bar, and I'm six four. And there was about three or four of them in there. We started striking up a conversation with them, just talking. And I said something to the effect of, you know, it must be really tough being a midget in this society. <laughs> well, the guy took such an offense to it, the little fucker come over and punched up right in my nut. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a great uh, height for really nailing you right in the balls. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, I was, what the fuck did I say? Yeah, how do you defend against We're that? We're not midgets. <laughs> We're little people. That's exactly what he said. He said, we're not midgets, we're not munchkins, and we're not dwarfs. <sighs> All right. Oh, oh, man. There's the money. Yeah. Fucking Ron Jeremy. <sighs> Porn on cell phones and iPods. Adults only. This is a news report that they're doing right now. This is the stuff I've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Everyone's downloading shit. Onto their phones and onto their iPods. Yeah, they were bragging that video. you could get like the Desperate Housewives uh, on your iPod. Fuck that! Who the gonna, fuck cares? It's Give me all going to be about. Give me gas for my cell phone. Quick porn clips. It's not going to be about sitting there. Mobile and porn sales this year, one billion dollars. One billion. Why the fuck don't we have things like the Wiffle Ball Bat Challenge available for download in its entirety? Hardcore pornography. That's what I'm talking about. Quick clips. Five, ten minutes where people can download it onto their uh, iPods and, and cell phones and watch 
uh, in Glee. What about a clip of uh, intern Bill smelling that that hooker's that homeless hooker's that ass. homeless hooker's Whoa! ass? Oh, it was beautiful. She came in here just stanking, stanking. Took all her clothes off, not a stitch on her. All fours on the like? liberator. No mess. Uh, mess. Uh, she, she was homeless and mess. she hasn't showered in a while. It stunk so bad. We made her spread her ass cheeks oh, open. Oh and he, we made him put his nose one inch from her, her actual hole. Yeah. And sniff. Oh, yeah. It was a beautiful deep. thing. Breathe deep the gathering gloom. <laughs> and he did. Watch lights fade from every room. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play that fucking song a thousand times, <laughs> Of man. course you did. Man. Moody Blues. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like that stuff, who wouldn't want to download that? Ron Jeremy's got his own site now. I just saw that. Yeah. Where you could download porn to cell phones and stuff. That man's a genius. Well, we need uh, some uh, good people working for us behind the scenes. Let's get on this. We don't have that. I'm right now. too lazy. Yeah, I need no, people. There's been no porn since I've been here. We just yeah, talking about movies and uh, Celine amazing? Dion. Give me a little baseball Can bat we and a bring pussy them before some I... pornography. You know why? Stick something somewhere they before I you know why? No you're, nudity. You're looking at two smart broadcasters. Really? Where? You could get this shit everywhere, so it's not as as, as exciting as it used to be. Having the naked chicks on the we radio. We do it every Why so you often. Turn it we back do it just you. enough. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me. Keith wants seen to see it. it. Oh, you just want to see it. Jesus Christ! Right. Oh, he turns right. it into you know because we're geniuses. I know we that. are geniuses. Wait, can I see a baseball bat in the ass? Our career we're talking about, Patrice. <laughs> we jumped on satellite radio a little over a year ago, and we're like, "Fuck shit, cunt, blah, motherfucker," and and we would go to the phones, and people were like, "Yeah, so what else you got, man? <laughs> Who cares? You can curse. Woo hoo, hoo hoo, hoo hoo. Tell him, Fred." All right. That was a hell of an hour of radio. Wow. It's an hour already. Now we could go into midget talk. They're uh, standing by, but... Uh, <laughs> midgets are standing... Midgets! Are there really midgets standing nah, by? There's Midgetville in Virginia. Uh, midgets start a fight with me in a bar. <laughs> How does a midget start a fucking These fight? little uptight fuckers. Uh, start a fight. Bob in hey, Buffalo. Buster. Yeah. Go ahead. Outside of Buffalo, there's a big mall called the Galleria Mall. There's a midget that's actually security guard. And every time we're in there, I mean, I got a 12, 12-year-old daughter, and he ain't no taller than her. I mean, we're walking through the mall, and this guy, he's walking around with his fake uh, New York State Trooper black hat, and his shoulders are all up in the air like his oh, shit don't man. think he's walking around. And every time I see him, I just start cracking up thinking, what the hell is he going to do against a motherfucker that's going to grab something from the store and run? You could just outrun him. He must have been uh, born in, uh, what was that town, Lovejoy? Jesus. Was it Lovejoy? Yeah. Local reference of the day. Oh, Thank look you. Look at that. Oh my God. Dude, I spent three years in Buffalo. This Lovejoy area. Holy shit! I took a, uh, a drive through that once. Unbel. It's a ghost town now. Really? Oh, what do yeah. they find? Like nuclear waste under the neighborhood? Oh, is it sort of like a Love Canal kind of thing? Yeah. What was the story there, Bob? Yeah, a lot of midgets. Uh, no, in Lovejoy, they didn't find it. It was uh, just outside of Lovejoy, uh, more of uh, East Buffalo, South Buffalo area. They found more of that. Um, uh, nuclear waste crap. Yeah, they found some nuclear shit, so that this, yeah. this town just evacuated, and it just sits there to this day. They didn't know. Although I, I heard that shit. Although I heard they made it into very cheap housing, and people are buying up those houses now. But when I was up there, it you would drive through these neighborhoods. It was creepy as hell, man. There was like grass growing through the sidewalk. Now you know all the houses unkept, obviously. Mm. Kids' toys in the driveway still. I mean, people just, they just took picked their up and shit left. and left. And this oh, town yeah. just sat there like a ghost.
ghost town for many, many years. Creepy. They, they ain't getting any better, that's for sure. And, and, and the roads, you know, are little like almost little trees. Not, you know, we're growing through them now, and uh, it was it was unbelievable to check out, man. They would yeah. dump shit that would just make ghost towns out of places years ago. They had no clue. Like uh, there was there was a factory that made watches, and uh, they, they made glow in the dark numbers, but they were hand painted. So there were all these women that would sit around with these little paint brushes and dip them in this radioactive paint. It wasn't like the glow-in-the-dark stuff yeah, they have sure. now kind of safe. This was like radium or some shit. And they would just dot, 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 <laughs> put little dots around the dial. They unscrewed missiles. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cl- climbed up a ladder, dipped it in the missile. Take a handful of fucking <laughs> chowder out of that missile. <laughs> nuclear goop. And, and uh, in order to keep the brush tip pointy... They would lick it. Oh, oh no. So all these women were just coming up with these five-headed children. Slipper and, babies. Oh, slipper babies. Slipper babies. So they, they figured out that it was the paint, and what do they do? Just dump barrels of this stuff. Just dump it into the wastewater, uh, into the water and the, the surrounding area. Now it's like baby Hiroshima and over And then there. they had yeah, built on it uh, years after the factory's gone. And years. They build on it. And all of a sudden, the children started coming out all fucked up. Oh and they God. had to, you know, dig down. In order to clean these things up, they got to bring shit in, get rid of all the yeah. dirt. And can you imagine? It's only been 110 years or some shit. That we kind of had that shit figured out. Since we've been doing yeah. all that shit, you know. One of my favorite things ever with the, with uh, x-rays or radiation was in the shoe stores back in ye olden days when the, they first came up with the x-ray machine. They thought it would be a wise thing for shoe salesmen to know what the people's bone structures look like. So they'd, uh, uh, you'd go in, and there were x-ray machines at the shoe stores. You'd stick your feet in here and look at this ancient picture tube w- with your feet and the bone structure. <coughs> and the shoe guy would go, well, you see this bone here. You're going to need this type of shoe and stuff. Meanwhile... They're over-radiated, like more radiation you would ever need for like a lifetime of x-rays on your feet of being pumped into these people. And again, just... Well, Obi, Obi doesn't have to worry about this because I know he eats, uh, Obi eats like air and lettuce sandwiches. But That's, yeah, <laughs> you know? this guy's impervious. But the food is, you got so much shit in the food now, there's, uh, they're, they're, they're saying dead bodies aren't decomposing. Anymore because of the preservative. Because of all the preservative. <laughs> so that's why you can open up a grave and a motherfucker's still in the same that like rocks. shout out There's death pose. All yeah. that shit. They're saying that the uh, because of uh, uh, all the hormones that they put in chicken, that girls are going through puberty at an earlier age now <laughs> because of fucking hormones. In Damn, chicken. baby, how old are you? Seven. What? Seven years old. Look at the set of tits on her. <laughs> they better dude. adjust the laws now. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be doing this with the chickens. They better adjust those laws. And I want to enact the chicken hormone law <laughs> of 2005. <laughs> I don't want to get myself in some shit because they're fucking pumping hormones at the chickens. She looked 18, sir. Oh, she was nine? Girl loved chicken. I tell you. Chicken loving whore? God. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you better lower the age. If you're going to use hormones on this That's chicken, right. motherfucker, you better lower the age. We got Mermaid Baby update. We did this story. God damn it. I just saw uh, Mermaid Baby on the TV behind you before. It was disgusting. They sort of fixed her. Mermaid Baby's <sighs> legs. Stuck together. This is a little update it's on a like story the legs we did a while all the way ago. up. 
are stuck together. Yeah, she had no snatch or anything. They, she just had, yeah, she looked like a mermaid. No it vagina? Was all, it was all just one piece. I don't know. They didn't show it. Well, she had to pee. She got to, yeah, got to come out of somewhere. Pee, yeah. nah, they, they had to poke a hole somewhere. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. There's no hole. Poke a hole. Get the kayak. <laughs> get the kayak. Get the healthy mermaid baby. <laughs> what the password? The password is mermaid baby. Mermaid baby. <laughs> uh, legs together. <laughs> ankles. <laughs> vagina. No. No. Vagina. Poke. <laughs> Uh, Larry, break through that snatch with the kayak. <laughs> kayak, she needs to pee. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mermaid baby update. God damn it, man. We went to break a half hour ago. Yeah, let's hear and it. I swear to God, we walked in here. We didn't even say hi to Patrice. We're sitting around. and like, How the fuck are we going to start this today? It just starts on its own. You may remember the little girl by the name of Milagros Ceron. She was born with what they call the mermaid syndrome. This girl from Peru. Well, she's now 19 months old, and there's some good news. The unforgettable image of a baby girl, born with her legs fused seamlessly from her thighs to her heels, feet split in a V like a mermaid tail, blowing kisses and charming a mob of journalists, the miracle baby, as she's affectionately known in Peru, made her first appearance since a successful surgery to separate her limbs six months ago. She is physically stable. Her vital functions are stable. We haven't encountered any problems with her. Her motor skill development is within normal levels. Yeah, but there is a problem. Wow, shit. Well, we find out in this clip. <laughs> Milagro Saron was born with mermaid syndrome, a rare congenital defect which few babies survive. Her given name rings true because Milagros means miracles in Spanish. Ah. I'm proud of this success, says Milagro's father, and I'm happy to see my girl like this. She actually has further problems, though, because she was born without hip sockets. And so while she's trying to stand up, as any little girl would, not able to do so. But anyway, nice smiling face. We'll be back. No, but anyway, nice smiling face. <laughs> but anyway, and, and that, but that's anyway, the best you can say about someone. Yeah, she can smile and drool. Smile, thank <laughs> God. Right? Get those the hip sockets. <laughs> My daughter has squid eyes. She has <laughs> squid on. She's gonna be jerking off eight motherfuckers at once. <laughs> we have to do something about it. Yeah, they call it. They call it something all nice. The mermaid syndrome. The mermaid. You know, it's syndrome. like Ariel. Here she and, comes. And the thing is, they don't call it songs. that. Who the fuck? When have you ever fucking heard that? That Never. means that they saw her and go get it when it came out. And it, damn, this bitch is like a mermaid. It's a fucking she mermaid. Has mermaid. Mermaid. They call it mermaid. Yeah, I'm sure she looks just like Daryl Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> but her name. Just like it, right? <laughs> I'm sure she eats lobster. Yeah. Allegro. <laughs> just lobster shell. <laughs> you know what I've learned? If you're if you're uh, from one of these countries, there, uh, Peru, uh, Ecuador, El Salvador, any of these countries where you need to come here to have your kid be worked on because technology down there they do it like a rock uh don't have a baby don't ever name your baby something like milagro it means miracle the her name strangely enough means hope it may, what's spanish for normal baby <laughs> name it that so you don't have to deal with the fucking irony fred fred her we name is fred. fred and perfectly normal look at that ten fingers ten toes beautiful child her name is fucking fred oh god god oh, damn. damn it all right we're gonna stop there <laughs> name is charity because the people have been very charitable oh, with her affliction 
She is. She has seal syndrome. She has, <laughs> she has flippers for hands, a mustache, and tusks. All right, that would be walrus syndrome, but I'm working on without a net here, people. <laughs> Shit, look at how uh, long her face is. She has pony face. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be cute. Her little, cute, adorable pony face. And she's so stubborn. Yeah. Look at her go. She has half a Hulk face syndrome. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Oh, God, Always man. something wow. adorable. Justin in New Mexico, fuck that. Just throw her in the ocean, and if she is a mermaid, then she will survive. If not, then no more worries for me. Yeah. She ain't no mermaid. Oh. Sank right to the fucking bottom. And she, and she swims through some some sea city down at the bottom. Yeah. There you go. Let her loose. Oh, she uh, has Aquaman talk rings coming out of her mouth talking to the fish. This comes from whackbag.com. Mermaids in your neighborhood will have this fishy business for you at 11. <laughs> and then uh, Stephen from Bayshore, she's no mermaid. She's a squid snatch. <laughs> and other people asking indeed. about the Howie secret. Yeah, we'll get into more secrets after the break. That'd be great. No, no fucking ball joint sockets in the hips. You could just, once she gets older... Grab those feet and just make her clap them, <laughs> clap her feet over her head as you're banging her. Look at her. Hey, she applauded her feet over uh, her head. No hip sockets. If she looks sexy though, I think that that would definitely you know work out. If she's a sexy chick and just yeah, how yeah. all in the fetishes and just have an actual mermaid as your girl, you know what I mean? Yeah, mermaid, mermaid girl. She's I'm with mermaid. mermaid girl. Come on, baby. You know, bitch, sit on that rock over there in the middle ocean. Hey, someone, <laughs> someone grew up in that watch town you were talking about, Anthony Scott the trucker, Scott. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Uh, yeah, you guys were just talking about that watch factory, man. It was Elgin Watch Factory in Elgin, Illinois, dude. Yep. Uh, I grew up there, and I, I remember that factory sitting there, dude, for years. It just sat empty. And uh, somebody bought it and wanted to build, like, a fucking subdivision or, like, a shopping center or some shit there. So they started tearing the fucking building down. Well, they get down to the fucking basement, and they found, like, a basement under the basement. And when they fucking opened it up, there was... All these fucking nasty ass leaking fucking drums and barrels and shit, and all this fucking nasty shit. So they brought somebody down to check this shit out, and it was all fucking like radioactive. You are, and I, you know what the uh, you know what the radiation did? It made you a potty mouth, sir. That was every other word was fuck or shit with this guy. He has fuck shit and disease. it came down a fucking factory. There's shit all over the fucking place. Then they found a fucking basement under the fucking basement. He has and there's more shit in the fucking bathroom. He, he has slow Tourette's. <laughs> yeah, so I'm got fucking fucking barrels with the fucking shit. <laughs> Inappropriate speech syndrome. <laughs> it just curses all the time. Oh, God. Let's go to Joey in Louisiana. Joey. What's up, boys? What's up? What's up, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking to? Who? You, who? Hawk? Anthony, my bad. Uh, what up, Joey? Listen, if I see an ugly bitch on the street, does that mean she has puggle syndrome? Puggles are adorable. Let it be known that oh, Joey from Louisiana, excuse me, wrecked our yeah. flow this morning. He's the one. He's the, the reason one that we makes went us to go break. To break now. <laughs> we were on such we a roll. There was no stopping the we show. We were rocking. <laughs> forced, forced to break. That's it. He That's just. It. <laughs> oh. 
there's a time that comes around that you gotta regroup and <laughs> blame it on Joey. And we gotta blame it on Joey in Louisiana today. All right, but we're gonna go to break with an old Opie and Anthony bit. Actually, it's an Anthony bit. I had nothing to do really? with this. Really? What uh, what year was this? Well, you were 37? talking about uh, you were talking about Grease Man. Ah, so we we found the old. Greasola. Oh! Crayons bit. Oh, the racist Grease Man, of course. The racist Grease Man. Uh, the story was that uh, Crayola came out with a bunch of new colors. And they were getting rid of some of the politically incorrect ones. That's right. Uh, Indian red was a color of a Crayola crayon. And it was, it was supposed to be India red, based on some clay color in India. But it, it, and that's why it was called Indian red. But people got upset because they think red skin engine mm-hmm. and uh, they actually changed the color which I thought was politically correct and, and silly uh, but the grease man had just gotten fired for his racist comment and we kind of brought the two things together now grease man when you I was being offensive gobbledygoo Grease man, you really got to get another job because we're sick of having you on our show here. Waddle daddle, please hire me. <laughs> no. Somebody hire me, the Grease man, for a radio show. Well, I, I hear that uh, you're looking at a job for uh, Crayola. With, yes. With, with Crayola, I should well, say. Well, actually, the Grease man is coming out with his own line of crayons. <laughs> racially insensitive crayons. <laughs> I looked in the paper and I saw, the Grease man saw that Crayola yeah. is removing... Indian red, yes, from their box of crayons, because it's not politically correct, and they don't want to tick off any people. Insensitive, right, to the Indians, that's right, as we like to call them, the cowboy killers. I remember, as a cowboy slinging lead against the Indians, their arrows whooshing over my head, the redskin, but yes, very, very upset about Indian red in the crayon box. Yeah, so Crayola pulled it. Well, they're, yeah, well, they're going to continue making the color. They want uh, they want people to come up with a new name for that uh, color. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. How about Kimosabi? <laughs> yeah. Yaddle doodle. Snarling. Bone dry. Bone dry. Yeah. You're just not politically correct, uh, Grease Man. Well, I'm I'm uh, hoping to get some money uh, with yeah. my new crayon line. Oh yeah. Yes. Greaseola crayons. Greaseola crayons. Greaseola crayons. Yeah. Could, could you and the sharpener on the side makes the crayons as pointy as my head. <laughs> Yaddle daddle, bone dry, bone dry. Yeah. Now, can you uh, name some of the crayons that you would, will be offering? Well, uh, let's say a young child. A little young waif wants to draw the sun. Oh, that's nice. Nice yeah. bright sun. Sure. Little picture uh, in his kindergarten class. You know what color he'd use? Huh. In the Grisola crayon set? What? Chink yellow. <laughs> Yaddle doddle. Just a big circle. You can get colored in with some chink yellow. Yaddle doddle. And of course, you can't complete the scene without maybe some flowers basking in the heat of that chink yellow sun. Well, that would be nice, sure. Right, so you draw some tulips. Okay. And of course, you use homo pink. <laughs> homo pink. Eh? A shade of pink loved by bone smugglers everywhere. Eh? <laughs> Yaddle diddle. Doodle die. <laughs> How about uh, Polish purple? Ah, Polish purple sounds neat. Polish purple. Why Polish purple, though? Well, look, it's green. Yiddle diddle die. The crazy Polacks can't get the colors right there. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, my. Mick, uh, Mick Green. Mick Green. Yes, okay. the color of the shamrocks. That's right. Mick Green, yeah, Mick Green, bone dry, bone dry, yeah. Yadda daddle. Wow. And, of course, Wetback Brown. <laughs> of course. And then, of course, I have the special Italian crayonne. And what's that? Look, it's a grease pencil. <laughs> Greasy little Dago pencil. Yadda deedle doodle die. Bone dry, bone dry. Very nice. Oops, am I, I'm being removed from my seat. Hey. <laughs> oh, it's happening again, Dad. Whoa. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, bone gone. they're, dry, they're bone yanking dry. him out of the studio again. Oh, look at that. Dragged him out again. He's going to go back on his apology tour. Greasola crayon. Greasola crayon. That's, Boy, that, that's kind of cute. Huh? A little insensitive there. Big time. Ah, uh, you're checking out the Opie and Anthony program on this fine Whip Em Out Wednesday. We'll get into the whole wow phenomenon a little later on. Patrice O'Neill in studio. Goddamn a lot going on today. I think we got Disturbed stopping by and COC. Actually, Pepper from Corrosion of Conformity. Lizard Man's outside the studio. He had so much fun yesterday, he just stopped by to say hi. Just hanging. We pretty much have like an open door around here. Yeah. Every day there's like fans and people just hanging out, checking out the show. Uh, we got a communique in our hands from the AP, Anthony, worth reading. Serious share slide on analyst downgrade. We've been talking about this for a while, actually. Mm. Shares of Sirius Satellite Radio Incorporated dipped Tuesday after an analyst warned that the satellite radio provider could have a hard time matching the hype surrounding its programming deal with Howard Stern. Yes. We've been talking about this for months, man. Uh, Sirius is just banking on Howard, and that is it, and that is why they will fail miserably. It's going to be rough. We've been saying this for months. Yesterday, XM signed Bob Dylan to do his show. Hmm. Uh, and that's what XM does. Yeah. You know, they're spreading it out, man. They're, they're getting uh, people from all over the place. Uh, Sirius shares fell 45 cents or 6% yesterday, Anthony. Ouch. We believe the recent media attention surrounding Howard Stern's arrival at Sirius has caused its stock price to become completely detached from the underlying business fundamentals. So uh, what they're saying there, Opie, is that um, all the Howard hype has pumped the stock up regardless of what the truth of the matter is based on the company's financials. You know, if you look deep into the company's financials, uh, they're not in that good a shape as uh, they would like to be, I'm sure. And I must disclose right now, I am a serious uh, stockholder. <laughs> if I'm giving s a stock advice, I, I'm like Imus. Imus is always talking about, you know, I hope you know that you're good friends of mine. I hope they uh, do well on uh, uh, XM, uh, but I own serious stock. and. I hope they do well. And uh, I own the stock. I know what to do. You know, I make my little trades here and there. Yeah, you'll punch out. Yeah, when you have to. I know when to dump out. And they're recommending that you sell Sirius and buy XM. I should have punched out yesterday. <laughs> uh, they're recommending you buy uh, XM Satellite Radio, who's more than 5 million U.S. subs. Top Sirius's 2 million plus count. And XM uh, Satellite Radio uh, had a good day yesterday, the shares. Up eight cents yesterday. It's going to be very hard to match the hype. There's been a lot of hype, especially lately, with uh, Howie going over there to uh, Sirius. But uh, it's going to be hard to match that hype with reality. Once it's all said and done, and all this hype is over about him leaving radio and going to satellite, and his ass is in the chair, and he's doing shows, uh, that hype fades away. And now, uh, you know, you're talking to a lot less people than you were. Eh, 
the the newspapers write that. You can't. What, what do you think? The newspapers are going to go, Howie building an audience, you know, one person at a time, hoping to. No, it's going to be the 90% of Howard's audience doesn't come with him. Doesn't go with him. So you got to build a whole brand new audience. That's uh, what we've done That's in the last year done. three months. And you're not going to hear Howie uh, yelling and screaming that he's going to kick XM's ass. Impossible. No. Will not happen. Mm -mm. By the way, we'll always have more listeners on radio now. As far yeah. as this satellite radio game goes, it's just, it goes. it's just how the companies are. This company much greater yeah. than the little doggy company. That's a fact. You know what? It, what was that that, that quote he He's had? He's not even allowed in Canada. We're all over yeah, uh, except Canada. Canada. He's not allowed to do Canada. It was a quote he said he'd been doing subpar radio for ten years. Yeah, I got that somewhere. Is that his uh, his clip? Yeah. Yeah. What we love about this Let's clip is because there's. What we love about this clip is uh, while he's been doing subpar radio the last 10 years, we made our names in radio in the last 10 years. Playing by the same rules. Playing by the yeah, this exact same rules. I've been doing subpar radio for the last 10 years. All right. Subpar radio, 10 years. Uh, when did uh, his movie come out? I don't know. 97, 98, yeah. somewhere in there, probably. And a little before that, things started. You know what it is? It's not, uh, it's subpar radio because he's not the same guy. It's not the same show. There's no making it the same show again. It's just, I, I can't see it going back to that. When he's on the likes of, when he's on the shows of the people that he used to make fun of, when before he started doing what he's calling subpar radio. Uh, that was entertaining when he would goof on Larry King, goof on the news programs, all this. And now he's on there. And this kind of started when his movie came out. And you'd see him being on all these talk shows and go, wait a minute, that that isn't Howard. He doesn't do that. And I just proving that he was he's just a phony. Yeah. And now it's even worse. I mean, I understand you got to promote yourself, and that's fine, but... Uh, the whoring that's going on and the ass-kissing with people that just... And as a guy that does radio, I am completely embarrassed mm. that he's following us into satellite radio. And he has this great opportunity to go on national TV and tell uh, the country... Uh, by the way, most of the country still has no clue what satellite radio is about, even though XM's doing great. But the potential is just amazing. We it's haven't growing, but we haven't even come close to what right. this thing's going to do. So he has this unbelievable opportunity to go on national TV and tell everyone what satellite radio is about, and he's bragging that uh, you know one of the bits he's trying to do is measure some dude's dump. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, that's not what this is about. You can do that stuff on the side, no problem, and people out there, some of them will enjoy it. But that's not what satellite radio is about. No. And and he's an embarrassment to the whole industry. Those are like the little things that you could tissue do. Tissue time. He's bragging about tissue time. Yeah. He's bragging about having girls uh, talk dirty on the radio. That's what satellite radio could do, you stupid ass. And I don't think he understands that when, when he was doing that stuff back in the uh, uh, late 80s, you know, mid late 80s, uh, there was no internet. It was very hard to come by that type of material. So to hear it on the radio was shocking, and it was entertaining, and you would stay listening like like you you couldn't tune away. But now there's so many options to to that. There's the internet. There's downloading stuff from iPod, like we were talking about earlier. That it isn't. 
the shock value isn't there to where you can't turn it off anymore. Right. It's very easy to turn off. It gets boring quickly. Right. Uh, what people want is to be entertained on a daily basis. They want to laugh, man. If you're not doing a funny show every day, you're fucked. They want to be laughed, or at least they want uh, uh, something thought-provoking. A little of that, too, uh, sure. Yeah, just make it interesting. That's all. It can't just all be about, ooh, we got strippers coming in today. Strippers. I can't tell you, and I've been I've been bashed on uh, on message boards and stuff about this, saying that I cannot fucking stand strippers. I fucking hate them. I hate when they're in here. I hate them at strip clubs. I like sitting and looking at them as completely as objects and just looking at their naked bodies. That, to me, beautiful. The second they open their mouths, the second they're involved in radio, it stinks on ice. I want to choke the shit out of them and throw them out of the window. They Bravo. suck. Strippers equal shit radio. With their fake moaning and their fake, uh, I'm enjoying this. Totally Ugh. phony. Ugh. Just awful stuff. But, but you know, he trudges on with that torch. Well, because he has nothing else. Good luck to you. He doesn't know how to in, uh, reinvent himself. He has no fucking clue. It's not like it used to be. You can't just go on and do the shit that you used to do in 85, 86, yeah. 89. It, how are you go on satellite radio and measure people's dumps and we'll continue to be funny and edgy Just and thought-provoking? Have fun. We're going to kick your fucking ass and you know it. He's got to fill time. It's our time now! It's our time! You had yours! Got to fill time with something now that he God, can't uh, complain because God, he'll be so happy, as God, he's saying. God damn, I'm yelling and screaming, losing my mind, and my mentor's on the phone. Oh, oh he's not gonna, he's not going to be proud of me today. Brother Ways. I'm always proud of you, Opie. Are you kidding me? Uh, are we on with you guys? Yeah, so do we... No, all right, no cursing, no cursing. No, we'll be good boys. For all the stuff that I enjoy when I listen to you guys every day. Listen, the reason I had a call is, I don't know if you guys read this. I mean, you guys got a big network. Has anybody sent you the Bubba article? Uh, it's in front of us right now. We haven't had time to, to, to waste on Bubba. But it's it's so goddamn sickening, Opie. These people, I mean, you know, I saw Howard Stern on. I forgot which TV show he's promoting like crazy about how his show is all about truth and honesty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something. I mean, I, I, mean I, I don't begrudge people that are fans of Howard if they just see the entertainment value. But when they want to believe any crap that he says, it makes you completely sick because he's a big liar and a fake. Uh, hallelujah. We've been saying that for a long time. But check this out. Here's a quote from Bubba. Okay. Howard and I are on the ground level of the next big thing in radio. Yeah. Added, added Clem39, who legally changed his name from Todd to Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. When satellite radio does blow up, we're the pioneers. And Howard was the only person who gave me the opportunity. Do they not know you guys exist? Yeah. Well, they're trying to hide that fact. Not only do we do we exist, we've been doing it for a year and three months now. Bubba the Love Sponge personally, uh, you know, called XM and wanted on XM badly. Sure. They, they took him off XM. But now they now he forgot it existed. Yeah, and, well, and also, uh, Howard was on with the Today Show with Katie Couric, yeah. and Katie's looking at uh, Howard and going, you know, you're going to be the first shock jock uh, on satellite radio. Oh, God, how do we let that stuff happen? Uh, our, our company's doing a bad job as far as that goes. They are doing a bad job, but the whole thing is this, though, if I swear to you, I talk about it often. you got a great show, man, and I think it's way better than Stern when he has it. So the whole thing is, I mean, I, don't, I think they're going to get killed over there, and they're just spending all this money advertising. You know, who needs to buy that 
thing to hear Howard show. And when he starts getting dirty, what's the big deal? You guys are the true pioneers of this, and you're doing a great job. We, as we admitted it, too. When we first started this, we went on, and we were cursing and doing this and that. And then we'd go to the phones, and people were like, well, so? What else you got, man? No, you, know? you got stuff, man. You no, no, stuff. I'm just saying, in the beginning, though, that's what right. we thought it was about. We're like, oh, we can finally, you know, say all the curse words and do this and that. And, and we realized fast, wow, man, if we do a show where we're just cursing and having strippers in here, we're, we're screwed. Yeah, you're sunk. But the whole thing is, I just can't wait to see what happens when those guys are on with the stuff that you've been doing for a year and change. Somewhere, some legitimate magazine articles and newspaper articles got to come out and tell the truth. Where is it? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, we have to do a better job as a, as a company of getting the, getting the word out there. It's been frustrating. Ha uh, Howard was on one of these shows last night, The Daily Show, I guess, talking about how he wants to you know, weigh some dude's dump. That's that's his innovative radio he's going to do on satellite radio. Uh, here's here's a bubble of love sponges. Last uh, statement: We're going to do the kind of radio we're used to doing. Said Glenn, remembering the days before the indecency crackdown when he had strippers collect toys for charity. Yeah. I'm not going to go buck wild, but if I got a girl in there and whip out and tell her to whip out her milk dispensers, I can't wait. Yeah, see, I love how these guys talk. You know, they their time uh, went past them, and now they're going to, you know, blame it on the FCC and stuff. We just we just talked about this before you took your phone call, Weez. Yeah. Uh, we got a clip of uh, Howie. Where Where is it? Where he says he's been doing subpar radio for 10 years, right? Well, he sounds like it's the best. Well, Anthony and I, in that same 10-year period, made our names in radio, Do you following the same freaking rules. Well, I see that. that's the whole deal, and it makes it a little bit harder. I mean, he should be proud that he had to follow rules. Yeah, I mean, it made mm -hmm. it tougher, but you got to, you know, adjust and, uh, and, and reinvent yourself. Listen, I don't want to bore you guys. I've been enjoying the hell out of the show, man. I mean, it's funnier every day than the next, and with legit information, and I sell it for you here in town, much to the chagrin of Infinity Broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hate the Weezer's ass. But anyways... Well, listen. we're trying to get you out of there, sir. Well, <laughs> we're ready to pack up, brother. <laughs> I know you are. But in the meantime, enjoy it, man. we got to get this stuff in print. I, if i got to call Marshall Fine at the Star Magazine, matter of fact, he's going to be on. When's he going to be on? I'll be on Friday. Friday yeah. he's going to be on. He's just the enter. You know Marshall. Yeah, sure. Uh, but he writes the entertainment for Star Magazine. And uh, maybe I can get the guy at least to do a legitimate story. But that son of a bitch was one of my best friends. Wrote the Howard Stern Playboy interview, however many years ago that was. Okay. And, man, I held him to task for the bull crap. I almost said your word. <laughs> for the bull crap that was in there. And, uh, you know, he said, look, they paid me wheeze. I had to do it. Yeah. I go, but man, let's see if we'll have the guts to write the truth of what's going on with the satellite. But yeah. who knows? We're not, we're not worried about Howard. We know we have the better show now. You, you know. don't have to worry. But there was a time we were a little like, uh, you know, leery, whatever. But now we just know we do a much, much better show on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, it's besides worrying, Ope, it's the fact that you got to read bullcrap news articles. Oh, I know it's frustrating. They won't tell the truth, and the truth should be what's out there. Right. Uh, how's your health, Weez? It's fair, bro. But I'm going to run. It's fair, and I love you guys, and I'll be listening this afternoon. I get to hear the show two, three times a day. All right. Uh, one other thing. Tell Stan May, and I'm, uh, I, I have a little extra time. I can do some weekend shift for him. <laughs> He's going to need it because I'm done. But I'm not, I'm not delivering Kano's pizza anymore. <laughs> hey, by, hey, by the way. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> we, we had a vigil for Uncle Raj uh, two nights ago. Oh, right on, man. In uh, single-degree weather, standing out with candles, telling stories. Yeah. Uh, you can tell I me, mean, Uncle Raj, real quick, uh, for your listeners, was murdered. He was our 30-year jock here at our Overnight Rock jock, State. murdered, trying to collect some uh, rent money. Right. Fred, a good friend of Opie's, but he was murdered, and it's yeah. terrible. Two but, years ago, right around now. Right. Crappy crappy ending of a, of a rap. We'll be listening today, Oh, Love you. Oh, love you, Anthony. Who, who is delivering Thanks, Kano's man. pizza the, uh, these days? Kano. <laughs> yeah, he should oh, be. <laughs> I'll get fired. I'll catch you later. All right, we. All right, man. <laughs> You'll never live that down. Fuck no. Now I could curse again. I had to deliver a pizza for uh, the middays fucking radio bit, <laughs> and he's still doing middays in Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass. I think you win. Oh man, and he would just be so smug about it. Ugh, giving me. Directions to the uh, office park and make sure it, it arrived on time. Not that guy. That's my mentor. That's Brother Weezy. He does mornings in uh, Rochester. Now uh, Bubba's got to like kiss Howard's ass. Like now it's it's all about kissing his ass. That is pathetic. We never had to kiss Howard's ass, and I'm proud of that. Well, have fun over there. All right, let's go to big ass member. Morning, guys. We're Prepping, we're getting ready for a big, big, big time on uh, Friday. We have well over 200 pests all signed up and confirmed to come. Are you sure? Yeah, we're we're reconfirming everyone as we speak. So, are you guys going to stop by the station on Friday too? Absolutely. We have uh, free T-shirts and free goodies and signs and banners for everyone. So, uh, well, we should get the word out there. Friday, if you want to join the pest, they're on a major mission on Friday. You got to show up uh, outside the station, I guess. Yeah, outside the station, they can either PM me on uh, Whackbag or they can contact me on my MySpace, which is MySpace dot com forward slash big ass member and then I'll send out all the details. We just don't want to let all the uh, details out to the public. All right, I think we're gathering before six a.m. outside the station here, one eleven West Fifty uh, Seventh Street. If you want to join the pests. Yep, and I just want to give a, a thank you to a couple people who've been helping out big time on this. Yeah. Uh, Metro Printing, which is MetroPrintingUSA.com. They're yeah. doing us a big favor by doing everything for cost. And Cage and NorthCal from Whackbag for doing all the design work. And the T-shirts and stuff everyone has done has been incredible. All right, make us proud and uh, don't get in, in any trouble. No trouble. We will make you guys proud. All see, right. you guys, see you guys later today. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah, the pest got uh, a mission on Friday. They're going to be disturbing Howard's little farewell. By the way, that little secret we uh, told yesterday, it, yeah. made, it made the paper today, even though yeah. Howard hasn't, hasn't mentioned it yet, that he's having lunch with his listeners at the Hard Rock Cafe Friday. Hey, <laughs> bring the homeless. They're hungry. And we got some info on the, the Howie Rally, info that probably shouldn't be out there. Uh, the stage will be, uh, this is for the pests. Yeah. We're taking this moment to stop the radio show to, to give a communique to the pests. Little, so listen uh, closely. Intel. The stage will be on 56th Street between 5th and 6th Avenues. Gates open at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So you're going to have to get there early. Mm -hmm. Hence, gather outside the station before 6. Right. Howie addresses the crowd at 9.45 a.m. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is all top secret stuff, by the way. Yes, top secret <laughs> intelligence. Howie addresses the crowd at 9.45 Howie takes a bus to the Hard Rock from 56th Street. Open air bus. Mm -hmm. And there you have it, Pess. There the you go. Communique. Who, who? All right, we're going to uh, step aside, regroup, and continue with the Opie and Anthony program. Something tells me it ain't going to look like the book signing.
<laughs> no, not at all. Or the movie premiere. No, not at all. Good luck to you. What you got there? When is, where's this from? Danny just came Probably rushing. A while ago. Oh. It was a huge clip. I tr I'm trying to cut it down a little bit. Yeah, listen to this. Why don't they have an award for most jealous and give it to those two guys? <laughs> Bubba Sponge and uh, the There'd other guy. Too many candidates. Moby the Sponge. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Well, the crowd started booing. Now the they should just name themselves Howard Stern. They why should. why do they come up with? And the only thing that they do on their own is give themselves a name, and it's always a bad name. <laughs> it's always a bad. It's a Bubba the Love Sponge. You know what kind of? I don't want to be in an industry with a Bubba the Love Sponge. Go <laughs> <laughs> to an award show with a Bubba the Love Sponge. You're a fucking fraud, Howard, and what you know it. Phony crock of fucking shit, fraud. This if this shit doesn't prove it all. It all just comes down to the cash with this son of a bitch these days. He's phoned it in for years. It's so par uh, radio for 10 years. You phoned it in for 10 years. This is your final uh, hurrah, your half a billion dollar paycheck. And that is all your priorities are these days. It's not entertaining your fans. It's not any rabid fans that are left out there. You are being shucked, my brothers. There is nothing going on there aside from a, a, an aging shock jock just trying to pocket the last few big bucks he can. Listen to that clip right there. It tells it. It This clip, it, it, it's proof. Why don't they have an award for most jealous and give it to those two guys? <laughs> Bubba Sponge and uh, the There'd other guy. Too many candidates. Moby the Sponge. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Well, the crowd started booing now. No. They should just name themselves Howard Stern. They why why do they come up with... And the only thing that they do on their own is give themselves a name, and it's always a bad name. <laughs> it's always a bad... It's a Bubba the Love Sponge. You know, what kind of... I don't want to be in an industry with a Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> Bingo. I don't want to go there to an award show with a Bubba Hear the Love yourself. Sponge. Bingo. Hear You're yourself. in an industry. You're, you hired the fucking guy. You're now pals. What changed with Bubba between that clip and this news story? That uh, we just read about Bubba. Now you what guys are changed? kissing each other's asses. Absolutely nothing They're except for $500 million for Howie. That's all. Phony crock of shit. All right. Uh, before we go to break, Anthony, I forgot that uh, we're doing a, an appearance today. <laughs> oh, yeah. A very rare appearance. We're going to be at J&R Music and Computer World downtown, way downtown. 23 Park Row across from City Hall Park. We'll be there at 12.30. 12.30. And we should have lots and lots of things to give away, okay? Right. JNR Music and Computer World, uh, 23 Park Row across from City Hall Park at 12.30 today. All right? Yes. Yes. Oh, man, what's this about? Hold on. Uh, Doug. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, what a big-ass member didn't mention is if you go to yahoo.com yeah. and do a search for Howard Stern, yeah. the first link that comes up is a special event link. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Yahoo is doing something with Howard on his last day. Yeah. I think they're doing a video or, or a live broadcast over Yahoo, Okay. Uh, which would be a great opportunity for pests all around the country that don't get the Howard Stern show to listen in and give him a call that day. All right. Mm. Very good. Well, it looks like we got a stream set up for everybody, so we can get in that way too. Are you guys gonna have enough people on Friday? I'm I'm praying so. I'm getting a lot of people that are saying they're definitely gonna be there, and they're even bringing friends. All right, I don't want uh, yeah, I don't want people to be confused. You don't have to be a pest to show up at this thing. No, everybody needs to show up. Everybody anyway. needs to show. That's right. Free shirts and free lunch, guys. What more can you ask for? Wonderful. I can't wait for the stories, Doug. Fabulous, guys. Take it easy. All right, thank you.
Is that what happened on uh, John Stewart? What last night the Daily Show? What I guess uh, Howard was talking about his uh, bit about weighing someone's dump. Yeah, that's what I'm and, getting at. And John Stewart just said, "Why don't you weigh him before the dump and then after the dump? <laughs> you get the same results without having to weigh the guy's dump." <laughs> I wonder what he did after that. I wonder what his face looked like after that. Well, nah, nah, this goes to eleven. Ah. <laughs> No, you know who uh, stood up for us? Dennis Leary last night on the on the, the big idea, whatever that show's called. Oh yeah, uh, Donnie Deutsch, talking uh -huh. about Howard and uh, satellite radio. And Dennis basically said, "I listen to Opie and Anthony on XM satellite radio every day." He's nice. Got XM in his truck, and he listens to Opie and Anthony every day. Yeah, Dennis is a good shit man. I don't want to be in the same room with Bubba the Love Sponge. Ah! <laughs> what changed, Howie? I don't want to be in the same room with Bubba the Love Sponge. Hmm. Gee, I huh? wonder what changed. I don't want to be in the same room with Bubba the Love Sponge. You don't? Well, uh, well you hired him. The scary talent Bubba the Love Sponge is now uh, your go-to guy. For a hundred million uh, dollars a year, you'd do a show with your ex-wife. Five. I don't want to be in the same room with Bubba the Love Sponge. Well, that's why I said a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't uh, want to be in the same room. What a crock of shit. All right, we're going to take a break here. What do you got, Nathaniel? Anything good? Unrelated. Unrelated? All right. We're going to move on. Uh, we got something to play going into break, something fun. We haven't done anything fun in this break. Oh, How to get the intelligence out there for, uh, for the oh, past. I understand. That's cool. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. What? Uh, David from Disturbed is here? Yes. All right, cool. We'll talk to him next. What's this? Oh, Merry fucking Christmas. And we're back with the Opie and Anthony program on XM Satellite Radio. It's Whip 'Em Out Wednesday. We love the wow, we love the wow, we love the wow. They got us over a barrel, uh, Patrice. There's nothing I can do about it. Right? Us. Got us over a barrel. We got like three conversations going on right now. Yes. <laughs> and I just dropped my Cheerios all over the floor. Uh -huh. He's eating Cheerios and... He really makes me sick, and you brought a basket of death. I got a basket of death and oh, doom out there ass. that I brought in that all of a sudden, I guess for, for the first, you know, two hours we've been here, the thing was sitting where I left it, all still wrapped up in plastic. It's one of those giant Ow. baskets. <laughs> what, you hit your head? Yeah, I, <laughs> you know I got to pick up all the Cheerios or, or the world's not right. Every single one. <laughs> People are too scared to ask, too, because, you know, it's like you got yeah. a motherfucking soul. You know, it's like Opie runs a tight ship, so. Yeah. I'm the, and, you know, I, I ask. I'm like, who's, uh, whose sandwich is this? What is this? Uh, There's a here. basket of sandwiches in this motherfucker. Who's eating them? And they open it up, and it's chocolate-covered bread. I, I run a chocolate. I, and I run a tight ship until something goes wrong, like my Cheerios fall. I'm like, oh, Cheerios all over the floor. I've got to find every single one of them. The next thing you know, I, I forgot about the radio show. It's all about making sure all the Cheerios are back where they're supposed to be. If you want to fuck me up, just drop marbles, man. Everything I'll be chasing marbles all morning. Everything membered. Fucking Jack Nicholson. What's that movie where he's oh, yeah, where 85 new uh... bars of soap? Uh, I, I sound like a like a, a scary motherfucker and all that, you know, but all you have to do is throw marbles at me. It's all over. That's my, that's my kryptonite. It's like, oh, boy, look at all the marbles I now got to pick up. <laughs> yeah, brought that uh, basket in, and it's full of chocolate goodness. There are mm. gingerbread men in there, and all kinds, oh. of, and it's giant. So it sat there for two hours, 
while people were just drooling, looking at it, wondering whose it was. So I walked out for uh, the last break we did, yeah. and uh, someone asked, did you bring this in? I said, yeah, you know. I go, me and my chick picked at it for, you know, a, a, a two seconds yesterday, and she just went, get this the fuck out of here. I'm about to throw that shit out the fucking window. And unless I want what we were talking about yesterday, an 800-pound girlfriend, <laughs> uh, that basket came with me this morning and sat out there. Patrice went at this thing. You, you know Jurassic Park, when the Jeep gets turned over, and he's trying to get at the kids in the Jeep, yeah. and he's pulling the tire off? That's how Patrice hit this basket. Fuck. It, it, and it's so good. Because it has disguised healthy shit in it. It's like, oh, yeah. it's pretzels, no salt pretzels, yeah. dipped in, uh, in chocolate. <laughs> I know. There's like this cakey goodness in there and fudge things. Oh, they're ripping it apart like a gazelle right now. It's, yeah. I know. The, the hyenas, look the at the hyenas, hyenas waiting. Just ripping it apart. The, the, the hyenas are waiting for the, the tigers to leave. The damn gizzard is the only thing left in Jesus. that thing. All right, I had to run out of there. Hey, let me get, out yeah. there. He's been waiting uh, a while, and he's been up all night. we got to get David in here from um, Disturb. They just played the Nokia Theater last night and just rocked. Absolutely Hell of a show. rocked. Oh, yeah. What's up, David? There he is. How you doing, man? How are you? Welcome to the Opie and Anthony program. Have you slept yet? A little bit. A little? Just a little? You ever up this early or no? Yeah, I'm actually up this yeah. early all the time. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm not Why? a sleeper. Why? Oh, you don't sleep in general? I sleep when I die. Yeah? How, how, Too much to do right about now. How huh? many hours a night you get? Two to five. And you're all right with that? I have been for about Man. 17 years. Yeah. God bless you. I don't know how you do that. I need like 10, <laughs> and I never get it. I've, I don't even remember the last time I got 10. Really? Nah. He's a busy guy, though. It's a rare, rare night. So show went well last night? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, show went real well. I know. I talked to Ben, our producer, who's, you know, Mr. He is Mr. Rumor Guy, Mr. Uh, gossip Guy. He knows everything. Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, it was great. He was so pissed from the stage. I, I fucking, uh, a guy in the back wasn't doing anything, and he's lambasting him for the stage. It was fantastic. I got so, I, I guess some guy was... There's always one guy, and particularly you come to New York City. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think I'm getting up out of my seat? I am not getting up out of my seat, you know, flipping me off and grabbing his crotch. And, you know, I'm like, oh, that's great. You go ahead, make a spectacle of yourself. <laughs> and so I and the single one him that, out. Uh, it's the one guy that pisses you off, too, right? Because the rest of the crowd was probably just having a great Well, there was time. this one little pocket... That looked like it was like the tastemaker section. Too cool for the room. Yeah, uh, they won't stand up and get into the show and whatever. And it's just, I know some people think it's like pompousness or whatever, but my job as the front man is to get people involved, is to uh -huh. engage them. And if you're sitting down in your seat at a rock show, there's something wrong. It, yeah. If you're not into it, if you're not getting up, if you're mm -hmm. not pounding your fists and showing me those devil horns and just going off, then then we're not doing something. Either that or you're not digging what's going on. All right. So it's my job to kind of light him up a little bit. And uh, the guy was all smiley. He was just happy that somebody was giving him attention. You know? Acknowledging and him. Ninety percent of these people do it just to be able to be noticed. Yeah. Hey, I was that guy. He singled out. Okay. It's like, why, yeah, why would you show up in the first place if you weren't enjoying the music? Yeah. Well, yeah, because maybe they have to, or maybe their girlfriend dragged them there, or maybe, who knows. What's the mix of the audience? Gir guys and girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good mix, actually. You get that? Oh, we had this one girl <laughs> Here we go. on top of the audience last night. 
The most beautiful set of breasts I've seen in a long wow. time. And I've seen quite a few. On top of the crowd. So Natural, was real she, Was breasts. she topless? She, for a little bit. For a little while she yeah. was flashing them? Oh, God. I asked her cool. to show me again. And she did. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. It was, they were spectacular. When they're on top of the crowd, you're just looking like, oh, here comes the slaughter. And hands are coming oh, yeah. up and they're getting Actually, she was just shit. like, you know, kind of. On some guy's shoulders. Oh, on the shoulders. So she wasn't it wasn't riding the crowd. It wasn't yeah. surfing. You know, right. Otherwise, I'd feel really bad for. I've seen that happen at a lot of rock pass shows. Girls around like bowling <laughs> yeah. balls, giving them the shocker and just kind of <laughs> passing them to the next guy. Like uh, she's been violated. I, I don't. Yeah. I try not to let them do that. If yeah. I see that kind of stuff going on, I say something about but, it. But yeah. these women have to know. You can't do that at a rock some show. Some of them like it. A little drunk. Some of them, yeah, like, some it, of them sure. like it. Some of them are just hammered. Some of them like it. Some of those summer outdoor shows, they're not wearing much to begin with. Yeah, they're just getting violated. You guys still get a good pit going in front. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that is that's for the kids. <laughs> that pit's for the kids. I don't remember the last time I got caught up because I like seeing a band up close, especially when before we got into radio. I would just go go to shows like a, a civilian. It wouldn't be in like some section that the radio station had sectioned off or anything and i'd want to get as close as possible and i think the last show i actually went to was like it was chili peppers uh stp oh no smashing pumpkins and smashing uh, pumpkins and pearl jam and pearl jam it was yeah, some ridiculous this. lineup like before they all just went huge yeah and uh i i was right up front and they start up and i got caught in some shit that i swear i thought i was gonna die I did not think I was getting out of this alive. It was at Roseland and just trampled. So I watch now from above and go, get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I used to be yeah. one of those guys in the pit. Oh, yeah, all the time. Winding Loved up, Loved it. throwing punches. And now, the minute you know they recognize, it's like I lose everything on my person. Yeah. <laughs> they, just, they take it all. you got to rip everything off. You're, for, you're a fucking souvenir, man. Can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got to say hi to a bunch of people here. Steven and Rockland, what's up, Steven? Yo, I just want to say, man, Disturbed is like my favorite band to come out in the past probably 10 years. Since Metallica, I fucking love that band. Thank you guys you. are amazing, and and uh, I, I, uh, I just can't express. I mean, to anybody who's never heard you, they need to go and pick up every one of your albums. Yeah. Thank you, and, uh, and I appreciate every every piece of music that you put out. Thank you very much, man. Not bad. I feel so out of this conversation, too. I just nah, you are just out of it. I just know Grace. nothing. I apologize. That's nothing right. about disturb. Everybody's like, oh, Norton's like, oh, oh you got to get an autograph. You got to. Yeah. That's a compliment right there that Jim Norton, who doesn't like anybody, any bands that, unless they've been around for 25 years, he's like, I don't know. And he loves you guys. Cool. I love it. The only problem I have is the speeding. Uh, tickets. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you hear it a lot. There is something about Disturbed that makes you drive really, really fast. And, yes. and you're singing. Bands. You're trying to sing and you're putting on angry face and you're fucking flying down the expressway. It's music that's meant to, you know, inspire. I got the Disturbed. Power. Yeah. I got, and, you know. I got Disturbed on my iPod and when I'm not feeling it in the gym. I go right to disturb. The next thing you know, I'm pumping like soldiers. <laughs> ridiculous. Amazing. Always tell yeah. me 
you know, yeah. people serving in the military always are telling me that they're playing our stuff before they go to battle. You ever see some of the uh, videos that are coming out of there? It's amazing the day and age we live in where the soldiers over there are taking their camcorders. They're videotaping battles, fucking battles, man. Yeah. And then they either ship them home or they're on their laptops when they get back. They're putting them to music and making music videos out of these battle sequences. Yeah. And I've seen a few using uh, your music. And it's... It's kind of twisted and sick. At the same time, it's some of the coolest shit you've ever seen. Yeah. You know, I don't like any of the dead body stuff, and unfortunately, that's part of the war. I just like the mechanized shit, the explosions. <laughs> unfortunately, there are people being blown you up. You sound like Celine Dion, man. None of the dead body stuff. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> murder well, thing. Know, I don't, I'm not it makes it. a great music video, <laughs> i got to tell you. <laughs> It's uh, very, very powerful stuff. Man. I like it, too. Actually, I watch the History Channel or whatever. Oh, yeah, all the just, time, right? Yeah. I love it. Check where, it does it, where does uh, where does it come from out of you? Because there seems to be like that just the anger you rage. Mean, you don't have to look far. I mean, just have your eyes open. It's not like... Is it personal know, rage, though, or is it just it, what it, you it, see it, around it, you? It's a combination of things. I mean, yeah. uh, the music is always reflective, or rather the the lyric and what I'm writing about is always reflective of the vibe of the music. The music always comes first. So I'm simply basing it on what kind of energy and what kind of vibe the music is giving me mm -hmm. and how it makes me feel. Um, so it's not like everything is specifically geared towards anger, but uh, it, it, it's healthier that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, you sing about, you know, happy horse shit, and it's like, it's just not as fulfilling some of the time. I mean, music is meant to be therapeutic. It's meant mm -hmm. to be able to get out your demons and, and, and express, you know, your deepest emotional parts of yourself. And, yeah. And it, it, it's effective in that way. I mean, that's why it kind of, I'd much rather, you know, get energized by a song than get depressed right. by one. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you're talking about subject matter that is heavy. Yeah. You know. Well, some of, some of the songs you would think maybe you, your your upbringing was a little off. My my, my upbringing was was unique. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Um, I uh, come from a Orthodox Jewish family and mm -hmm. uh, kind of had my tour of uh, five different high schools as a kid. Most of them were parochial boarding places where only a bunch of guys and big mansion on the lake with a bunch of rabbis in it and have to wear specific dress code no newspapers no television no going to movies no fraternizing with the opposite sex praying three Jeez. times wow. a day that's no wonder how, you're angry how you come out of that yeah no wonder that's you're the curly angry. the curly cue uh yeah. Curly juice. Did you have yeah. those for a while? Yeah, that's the technical I, I, I never, term for a I never had that. We call uh, them curly fries there. <laughs> What's wrong with you? They're, they're, they're called payas. Yes, payas. right. And I've never had ones that big, but I used to leave them unshaven yeah. back in the day. You know, we're talking like when I was... 12 years old or something. What happened? Did you have some kind of awakening where you were like, this isn't I, quite I, where I, I want I studied Judeo-Christian theology for 17 years, and I wow. just never found the elements within 
to be perfectly honest with you, any aspect of organized religion that just yeah. did anything for me significant enough to make me Bravo. have any sort of awakening. I, I, I'm spiritual. I believe that there is a God or a power or whatever you want to call it, Mother Nature. I don't. It doesn't matter what you attribute to it, mm -hmm. but it's not a business. And no right. people have no business making it a business. If I had my way, you know, <laughs> there would be no organized religion. Religion shouldn't be organized. Yeah, somehow someone figured out how to parlay it, someone's hope and faith into a money-making venture. Yeah. I don't know when when that happened I, or how, but... I'll, I'll never forget the first time I walked into the Vatican and just seeing this tremendous, you know, just example of uh, just capitalism in religion. Yeah. All this gold, all this money, everything that's so showy. You know, it's like, God, does God need this? Where, what, what, mm -hmm. what is this for? How does this help me in my life? Yeah, where, where it should exists? be a humble, it should be a humble place. Melt it down, yeah. take the money, give it to the hungry, <laughs> give it to the poor, do something good with it. You know, I mean, the, the single largest landowning organization in the mm -hmm. entire world. Yeah. Catholic Church. Uh, yeah, and, and they're not, you know, they're, they're, there's a song on, 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 on the record called um, Deify, and it's about making a god out of a human being. It's about attributing godlike qualities to somebody who's just normal like you and me mm -hmm. and the dangers of that. And, and, and people just need to be so careful. I mean, I'm not knocking anybody's faith. I'm not knocking anybody's beliefs. But, you know, it, it, that evangelistic kind of stuff that goes on where, you know, people go ahead and donate their entire houses and their family, you know, life savings and stuff to, yeah, you know, up. save their soul. It's just really sad. It's, 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 it's a great selling tactic that somebody actually came up with yeah. that whole idea of, ah, do X, Y, and Z, and your soul saved. You're redeemed. Yeah. I think a lot, like of, a, a lot of artists don't... As you find out with artists, every artist, you know, even a lot, a lot of comics and musicians, they don't, they believe in that. That's what I, that you believe in something because you don't want to be, in case there's a god, a dude, a white guy, <laughs> with a beard, you don't want to be like, fuck that, I'm a, I don't believe in shit. But you believe because it is. It was, it's like you just believe because it is a, a belief. You know it's something bigger, but you don't want to go. Like why am I putting this money in this little pot to to give to yeah. God? Am I giving this shit to God or? And, and no. the rules that are written out and 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 it was all just people writing the rules and you know I'm sure. Yeah, they... Saint Paul was a really good uh, you know inventive writer. He came up with that whole New Testament idea. So David, can I go find to your show? religion? You're da David, right? yeah. Can I? Am I safe at your shows? Let's be honest. Are you safe? I mean, you know, if I go there, is it what a lot of? What are you worried of, about? Uh, listen, let's be honest. Wait, like, you're be honest. You're not, I know I'm a big Safer than going to the Source Awards. But I'm or saying, somewhere. I know it sounds like he, they have a lot. But I'm saying, is it, you know? Come on, come out with it. Yeah, is it like, I, like, is it like are those saying, marsh pit? Yeah, can is it a nigga white boy go to music? your shows and be safe? <laughs> are you trying to make me feel like I'm the fucker? Are you trying to say that I'm like disturbs more than white boy music? I'm not trivializing his fucking music. I'm just saying. You'd actually be really surprised seeing the range of people that actually come to the show. Trying to say some shit, man. It's 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 a pretty broad. Uh, range of people. I mean, it's all walks of life, all colors of skin, all ages. I mean, we get all kinds of people coming into the shows. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful thing about a rock show. It's not denominational on any level, at least not mm -hmm. ours. You, 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 you come in, 
you're accepted for who you are. The whole idea is that this is this is the gathering of the freaks. Mm-hmm. This is the gathering of everybody in life who has to worry about everyone else's eyes on them every moment of their life. You come into the one room, you're next to everybody, you feel everybody's heat, you feel everybody's sweat, you 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 you, you join in this gigantic spectacle of just you know expelling power. And yeah. it's it's intoxicating. That's 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 what any good show should be for, but particularly ours. I mean, and and you don't have to be in the pit. Well, the can entire... I start off in the press box just to take a yeah. look? Yeah. <laughs> take a look from <laughs> <take a little laughs> Can I peek down here? <laughs> All right, maybe I'll go in that section. Uh, you're gonna see some energy down the line. <laughs> guys beat the crap out of each other. In the I was pit. gonna say I'm not trying to say it's race, but you know, there's just some because from what I'm hearing. It's, you know, like you're saying, it makes people drive fast. It's like there's some, uh, there's some oh, energy yeah. release. Yeah. And, uh, and anytime I see that uh, kind of music, energy release, it has something to do with, uh, like, what is it, Rohona? Rohona? Rwana? Whatever that is, those groups where it's like when you see white boys in energy, it's just, I, I shouldn't be. <laughs> it's a totally different something type might of happen. It's, it's, like, it's just our music. It might turn on to no, you. No, I can say yeah. nigga. Like black people can say, what's up nigga? And white people, you know, what's up nigga? It's like, eh. It's like, can I go again? And go, yeah. Death to the hoe. And they're like, is this You'll nigga be- doing a... Is this a nigga doing a you'll devil be, horn? You'll be laughed up. at, but no one will <laughs> no, no, hurt you. You, know, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be the first one, bro. Uh, yeah. there, there There's were... some nigga devil horns going on? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Plenty. Man. Plenty. This nigga's doing devil oh, horns. You gotta get into <laughs> it. In fact, I would, I, would, I, would, I would say without any shadow of a doubt that at every single performance there are some. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Really? Everyone. Sure. I'm not yeah. exaggerating David, on any level. I gotta ask you about Land of Confusion. Sure. But you know, I, I read all the trades and stuff. I'm like, wow, Disturbs doing Land of Confusion. I'm like, what? And yeah. that's a huge song but, at the shows. Can I listen to a little bit of that? Y'all keep but saying. But hold on, because I, I want to, you know, finish this thought. And then I heard it. I was like, holy crap, this is awesome. Thank you. I mean, but how do you go from we're going to cover a Genesis song and then turn it into something? Well, you know what I mean, it, it, it seems like that could have fell on uh, you could have fell on your face with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because kind of had a little as poppy as Genesis got. You know what it was? The cover of Shout kind of probably gave you a little more leeway with with. Yeah, but we didn't do anything with it. You know, uh, we didn't have any intentions of doing anything with it. it, it with Shout. It was more one of those things that we did when we were still just a little baby club band, mm-hmm. and we needed to sometimes you needed fill up. Filler. Yeah, we needed <laughs> at the three time. hours of, yeah, of, at the time of material. We didn't have enough original material, right. so instead of just playing, you know, your typical Sabbath and Maiden and whatever else, you know, we'd throw in there. Um, we'd go left to center some of the time, and and we would want to take something that was nothing like us, right. and make it our own. No, no disrespect. Again, I'm just trying to learn this thing. And so shout, which shout is it? T- Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Uh, shout, let it all. Right. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge song in the '80s. And land of confusion. I, 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 that's it, Genesis. You gotta play just a drop of that. Just like just, uh, that's Genesis when they were really getting. Uh, what's the melody of it? Uh, do we have the original? Another video with the Ronald Reagan puppet. <laughs> yeah, but now yeah. the song is not Margaret Thatcher puppet. Oh, so you did a remake of the Elgin. Yeah. This is the word. That's yeah. okay. And then, but your, your mm-hmm. remake is oh, uh, to, to another. It's a little different. It just <laughs> just a little. Yeah. Well, why don't we play just a little piece of that? <laughs> Stop trying to make me a dick. I'm trying to like I don't I don't know at all. So I'm trying to learn. All right, here's it. the original. Right. Just a little piece of the original. Genesis Land of Confusion. You know this song. Yeah. 
<laughs> How many times did you have to listen to the uh, original? Too many. Too many. <laughs> so what? What? What was the inspiration from this that made you go? I'm a, I like to remake this. Danny, my guitar player, was watching you know some old school video stuff one day, and the video with all the puppets yeah, actually the puppet came on video. with Reagan about to push the button, thinking he's yeah, calling yeah. for room service. Yeah. So he you know called me and we talked about it, and at first I was actually really adverse to it because I I don't like Phil Collins <laughs> at all, you know. So. With all due respect, you know, I mean, I know we're doing this song, but I, I, I'm just not into the vibe. And, and, <laughs> the vibe, and, what vibe? Well, and, you know, I, I, I've just heard things about the guy, and I, 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 I just didn't want to have anything to do with it at first. And then I started thinking, like, well, listen to the lyrics. It's very poignant for today's times. You know, it fits. The whole theme of their video makes sense with today's cast of characters, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the more we started working on it musically, I started coming up with ideas for what I, how I'd approach things vocally. That little keyboard line that you hear in there uh-huh. lends itself very easily to a guitar riff. And Is he getting paid? Phil? Publishing-wise, yeah, he will be. From this, from if, this song? Well, it, it, just for being on the record, there there will be a mechanical royalty thing. Have you heard anything from any of the guys? In I Genesis? don't care. Uh, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, if they like it, great. If they don't, also great. It makes yeah. no difference. You want to hear what... Yeah, well, I mean, it All right, you want to hear what is. they did with yeah, that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right, listen to this, man. Because I thought it was going to be oh, that, no, that no, growling no. shit, but it's smooth. It's kind of I, I cool into, that you've never heard Disturbed. Never, it, so you're I, getting like a, I, a I, fresh opinion I don't want to get man. into a fight with Dave, Uh-oh. but he sounds like an edgy Phil Collins. <laughs> 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 I ain't bullshit. No, it's just, it's, it's a Phil Collins-y, uh, uh, it's not, de- it's just rocky. Phil Collins. You it's, see what I'm trying to Phil say? Phil Collins on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. And the lyrics, God damn, I didn't even realize. It so makes sense as yeah. far as right today now, goes. Yeah. Is that I the like closing that. bit? Or oh, that's the opener? Is that the, what's that uh, the in big? In the show, you mean? In the show, yeah. In the show, it's that's somewhere the in the middle. Oh, oh really? Middle, oh, is yeah. it really? Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, guitar on that one, man. Yeah. That just that's a good sounds song, amazing. All right. God damn. A lot of people want in here. Let's say hi to Paul in Texas. Paul, what's up? Oh, David, how you doing, man? I'm so glad to hear you on the radio again. Uh, good to be here. And hey, listen, man, a couple of things I'm going to hit on real quick and I'm going to shut up. Sure. I'm so glad you guys came out with a new album. Uh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, Thank you, brother. That Track 12, I believe, that you need to let them hear, that, that Patrice hear that because he's going to have a shit because you have got a beautiful voice. Thank you, brother. Down. That is, Thank you. You're talking about now. darkness, yeah? Amen, brother. That is my favorite song. Thank you, brother. You have a good voice, man. Really nice. Yeah, there's a couple of different styles your voice has. There yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, there's one song, God damn, I can't remember, off of the uh, the first album, or at least the the one before the last one. Was okay. that your first the album? The Sickness, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, it, sa- it almost had like an 80s sound to it, and your your voice, your your style of singing in that one is uh, a lot cleaner. Hmm. Yeah, I think of which one. I know, me and my probably great n- memory. Probably numb. Let's I go to. Uh, yeah, I think it was okay. Let's go to brother Joe. Brother Joe. Hey, gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, man, what's up, brother Joe? Hey, you know 
I meant, uh, I, I don't know, I just, uh, I wanted to uh, ask David, uh, did, were you actually going for a Phil Collins sounding vocal on that? Because, I mean, with all due respect, I mean, you, you know. There you go, thanks, dude. Oh, shit. You guys are fantastic. You guys are unbelievable, man. I mean, I, 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 I dig the band, but um, the whole not digging Phil Collins thing, uh, you, you, your voice has very similar qualities to, uh, to Collins on that one cut. Yeah, well... I'm in the studio, you, you got to do the hands back. I'm not being offensive, kind of, you know. No offense, man. Here's the thing. I thought it was going to be, learn dog country. Nah, well, <laughs> I, but it was it's smooth, I, I, man. I don't sing that way on nah, any, he really doesn't. On any okay, of the songs. All right. I, I, it, we're not... We're not, we're not, we're not Cookie Monster metal. Right, that's, so that's what I'm saying. It, it's like you know, Cookie Monster. But, no, I'm saying before. I'm saying before. Before I, I heard, and that's my pre, my, my prejudging of what sound uh -huh. I was gonna hear, yeah. as opposed to the sound I heard, yeah. which is I, uh, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, an amazing well, version. Here's the thing with it: is that his range is just very easy for me to hit, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and and you know tonally. He doesn't have a bad voice. I'm not. I never was saying that he was, but hopefully, I sound a little bit more like a man. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a a a a, 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 de, a, a edgy a, a just a, a like Phil Collins that lived. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like Phil Collins' voice on steroids. Yeah. There you go. Hey. It definitely had uh, Collins, uh, you know, attributes. Hey, too. brother Joe. On a side note. You yes, got to call back uh, maybe tomorrow because I, I finally saw a tribute. Yeah. Whole, uh, Brother Joe turned us on to this movie Tribute, uh, David, uh -huh. the, mm. the, a whole documentary on tribute bands. Oh, boy. Uh, the one with yeah. the uh, Kiss guy that threw himself through his living room window? Yeah, this, the Kiss guy yeah, yeah, yeah. got so into the Gene Simmons character that he, he it fucked up his whole life and he was starting to believe he was really Gene Simmons, so he, he uh -huh. lit his whole house on fire. <laughs> the, the fire department said this wasn't an accident. It looks like this guy lit a fire in every room in his house, and then he crashed through the front window. Yeah, <laughs> are you guys tribute band? Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, tribute yeah. band level already. There are tribute bands out there. Eh? There's like I don't even know how many. I really apologize. Have you I'm, seen I, any? I'm sorry, man. Have, have I seen? I I've seen a. I've seen a couple. You have. Like yeah. live. There's there's actually tribute CDs. Yeah, uh, the tribute the, thing yeah. is that we even up. we even actually have a, 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 a an orchestral tribute to the band too, Jesus. like a, the string tribute to Disturb. Oh. Have you ever like seen like gone into a club where one of them was playing and stood there and watched and freaked the guys out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one <laughs> time in one hysterical. time in Boston. One yeah. time in Boston. Did oh, they just cool. lose their minds? They they kind of got really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's okay. That's cool. But uh, brother Joe, we'll talk about tribute a little more tomorrow because there are so many great things in this documentary. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of moments that would make for good radio on that thing. I'll give you guys a call. Tomorrow. All right. This yeah, is a very inspirational wall you guys have here. Uh, yeah, the wall o chicks. God, that was when Christina was so hot. Yep. Well, we got Christina hot, and then even uh, guess which Brittany one hot. isn't like the others. <laughs> it's kind of hard to separate them. Uh, I mean, no, blondes are blondes. Blonde. Well, you better yeah. look at that wall. A oh, what's her name? Uh, Lohan? No, look a little closer. There's, yeah, there's one picture one that doesn't really belong that, on the wall. That is put there as a trick. We got a, 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 a wall. Six. of one here. Which one? 
right there. <laughs> what? With the, with the penis? Yeah. Oh, the dick. That's a little frightening. That's dude. for Jim Norton. That's, that's not... a little frightening. Yeah, our little buddy Jimmy Norton. Let me uh, tell you, there's nothing in, in the world worse no, than no, false man, advertising, no, man. man. Absolutely. I, I, I would probably lose my damn mind if I was ever caught in a situation oh. like that. Ever. Never. I once, you know, spoofed some buddies of mine who were like, we were up in a, in a club in, in, in Chicago, a place called Crowbar, and um, he uh, he was just like all over these two trannies that I knew were trannies. And yeah. I kind of let him go for a while, and uh, he's like making out with two of them at the same time, feeling like, you know, king of the world or whatever, and, and, and about, you know, but I couldn't let him go home with him. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, it's a joke. I am Until a you get home. And yeah. Like, all of a sudden, the you know, they whip out the kibbles and bits. And I <laughs> that is really good. The repercussions. Uh, so many people asking, and you probably get that this all the time, too, dropping plates on your ass. Yeah. People want to know. Well, you probably know the term. I mean, dro- dropping plates is, is actually something that is a, a hip-hop industry term. When mm-hmm. you're saying that you're making hit records, you say that you're dropping plates. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's it's... It's it's I didn't invent it, right? You know, but uh, I liked how it fit, you know. Yeah. So you just say, hey, you know, yeah, we're making records, we're doing it, we're dropping plates on your ass, bitch. <laughs> Anthony, you know, let me ask you, right? Is it how yes. offense, like the fact that I've never heard of Disturbed, right? Mm-hmm. How, what on the level of like a white guy not hearing of a hip hop artist? How high is that? Like, is that like if somebody says, you know, Jay Z, and the guy goes, no? Is it at that level? No, yeah. no. I would say in hip hop. Yeah, Jay Z probably. Yeah. Right. If I go, hey, you, you know Jay Z, and somebody goes, nah. Is that, oh, is that nah. how fucking stupid I sound going? Nah. I never heard of the term. We're, we're, really we're the biggest. Disturbed. We're the biggest underground band in the world. And it's like we've sold about seven plus million worldwide. Damn. Are you and just starting is to get the uh, selling out stadiums all over the place? Oh no, no, no. I we 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 do when we do our own big headlining tour. It's typically like you know hockey arena kind of size places. If you kind of get like the, the Madison idea. Square, the theater at Madison Square Garden. Or yeah, bigger it, sound, than that? it sounds about right. Are you it getting the people though? Uh, starting to uh, you know motherfucking sell out, man. You know. Oh, whenever they're not, whenever you go beyond the point of being somebody's own little treasure, right? You know, it changes. They get I mean, pissed. It's kind of like you know, you lending out your ex girlfriend. You know, <laughs> she was, you know, she was mine originally. Now, yeah, everybody gets to partake. So loud. And, yeah, you know, it just pisses people off. Uh, yeah. We got a lot of questions coming in. Nate in Brooklyn. Nate. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. I've been waiting to hear David Draymond on your show for so long. David, I'm a huge fan, but Thank one you, of my bro. best friend swears he went to Yeshiva in Neve with you. Is that true? It's probably true in Israel. Yeah, he's in Telstone. What's his name? Labe Lippman. It sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, he was one, really? one of my best. He swears, and he said you guys were, he knew you were going to be huge way back when, when you guys, it was like 92 or 93 or something like that. Oh, how could he know? I wasn't even doing anything he then. He said, but. no, he was a drummer, and he said, you guys, you and a couple of other guys, you had a band together, he said. <coughs> okay. In Israel? Yeah. yeah, this was in a yeshiva in Israel. Yeah, when I was 18. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. You guys rock, man. Thanks, right, Nate. Take care. How great is that? Fucking guy, like, he could have easily been Rod Stewart if he just took a wrong turn and shit. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> he turned right into like rock, man. It's like this uh, guy really got a got a great voice, man. Really good voice, well, that, man. That, that, that's Dick Cheese. Yeah, that's isn't, a guy is, named Richard. Isn't that Cheese. nice? That's covering not you. One, no, 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 it's no, no, covering no, no, one of his no. songs. Oh, it's a, a guy covering one. I this thought that guy, was them yeah. fucking no, doing the no, fucking no, shit. No, no, dude. This was this was uh Holy this guy crap. does covers of all kinds of rock. What the fuck you want from me, nigga? I'm trying to learn. 
<laughs> the dude is laughing at you now. Like, man, you don't know I'm shit. Trying to, I kept, I'm trying no, to figure out good. why this extreme Not fighter. Not you, David. Like, this yeah, dude. There's an extreme fighter in the studio. Just this dude make, looks making sure everything goes okay here. He has the I'm not coming to his concert mustache. <laughs> Once a motherfucker has the, the Fu Man. When white boys get the Fu Manchu and, and shave the beard in they the know, middle. They, they, yeah. they got a little something behind that <laughs> that you don't want to know about. Security. And, he, and he's with David, right? Oh, uh, he's making and sure everything's okay. David. And yeah. he's right behind me, motherfucker. I'm an entertainer, too. I'm not trying to rob Dave. I'm just don't. You don't know shit. You don't know me. Choke him. Oh, shit. You never heard Down with the Sickness? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Now we got to yeah. give you a piece of Down with the Sickness? Yeah. we got to teach you all about the yeah. stir today? Yeah, this is a he's stir He's getting an education. All right, as we get that song uh, queued up or whatever, let's say hi to Wendy. Wendy. Hi. Hi. Hi, David. I just Hi, want Wendy. to let you know, first of all, you have a sexy voice. Thank you. And I saw you three years ago at OzFest in Pittsburgh. Okay. I have a question. Sure. I ran into a roadie named Randy. Zephyr, I think is his last name. Do you know him? No, I can't place the name. Big, Go ahead. fat, ugly, sweaty guy. Yeah, that's one of many, darling. <laughs> yeah. It's a roadie. Well, my friend, well, she wasn't my friend, flew him to get backstage to see you. Now, I wouldn't... You never hear that. happened before. That's yeah, great. I would not do that. I mean, he was just so gross. I couldn't. I couldn't. I wanted to see you and all, but I couldn't do it. And my friend got to meet you, and Life it really Life of a fucking sucked. rock star, huh? Yeah, and the I road know. crew. Oh. I know, and you probably don't even remember her now. <laughs> I, are you sure she actually met me? Because yeah, typically I don't... Uh... Actually, she said she had her picture taken with you. Okay, well, that sounds right. Her, her name picture. was Paula. She Ain't had all bitch. these little braids in so her that hair. shit really happens where you got to blow the roadies and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. And yeah, the roadies are getting the action. Oh, yeah, he's disgusting. And listen to Miss Well, it all, de- it all depends on what kind of action you're looking for. Ah. You know? Huh. I mean, I... I, I and how, they, how long ago were we talking about yeah. here? Three years. Three how, years ago? And how did the conversation go down? How, how did the conversation go down? Yeah. Well, that, I'm not sure, because it's so loud, I couldn't really hear. I'll suck your dick to me, Dave. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that pretty the much the conversation. Hi, right, big, fat, sweaty guy. I'll suck your dick to me, Dave. And Thanks. Where, and where did the dick sucking take place? I don't know. I didn't want to watch. She <laughs> fucking knows. You hear me? You know everything. Know, it wasn't right. your friend. It was you. Yeah, it was your friend. You, sweaty mouth dick. Do you remember my friend? It's always a friend. <laughs> my friend, a me. I took. She took a picture with you. Uh, it's all good, sweetie. You'd remember me, baby. All right. Well, you got a question for David besides that, or? Oh no, I just wanted to see if he knew this Randy guy because this right. dude called me and he said he was friends with you and all that. And oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Man, if I had a dollar for every guy that's gotten relayed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Unreal. You want to hear a little bit of "Down with yeah, the Sickness," do, the real version? All right, hit that. It's yeah. like people go. Oh, that's a great that's a great little rap song, you know. Well, I like that. But never go, who is that? They just go, I like that. I like and, that. And I just oh, oh, oh ah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give a fuck who did it. Some white guy somewhere. It's disturbed. Now I know. Now you fucking know. Oh, Pass good it one. on. Good, yeah. one. good yeah. good group whoever tell the brothers in the community. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Tracy in Jersey. Tracy. Hey, good morning guys. Good morning. Hey, David, I love you. You are phenomenal. I love the band. I just had to tell you, don't be too hard on that shout cover that you did. You guys are like downplaying it. You just did it at a store for the club. And our house, that starter disturbed. I've got a four-year-old who's been rocking out to that, and he just loves it. Cool. A four-year-old son. Nothing wrong with that. 
he's turned six now, and he heard the Tears for Fears version of it the other day, and he just didn't like it. <laughs> Started crying. Like, What's this? It's not hard enough. Good, good. All right. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, let's go to Louisiana. Paul, what's up? Hey, David, you did a deal on the Playboy channel about two years ago, I watched. You were taking pictures of one of the Playmates, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying something to her that they would not say, but she kept going, I wish you'd stop. He's making me blush. What the hell were you saying? <laughs> you want to know what I was saying? That girl red as an apple. I, yeah, I, would I, not say it. I can do that sometimes. Um, I was I just trying. I, wouldn't know. I was just trying to inspire her to get a little sexier with me, bro. I, I, I went up to her I went up to her I started whispering in her ear I said pretend there's no one else in the room pretend it's you and me and pretend it's about three drinks in <laughs> and uh, just relax and pretend like you're doing this for me forget everybody else in the room you're doing this for me and you're building me up to the point where we're going to finish this and I was just talking about that kind of stuff and she was all about it and, and it's very unfortunate that her like kind of boyfriend was like hovering over the whole situation. Ah, shit. You're not married? Oh no, smart man. Oh no, look at that, right? Smart, smart man. right? Smart fucking man. Gotta... What do you think of the rock stars that get married? God bless them. I mean, yeah. I oh, three, fuck that. well, three three of the guys in, in my band are you know either ready or on the way. And are so potentially uh, ready to give away half of what you you've made as a band. Uh, it's, yeah, it's oh. not about that. You know, Why be a rock star? You, you get you get to a certain and place how many times in your life. Crying on the yeah. bus, <laughs> and uh, you know where all of the backstage craziness and whatever mm -hmm. it does get old after a while. I mean, I'm I'm nowhere near the kind of dog that I used to be when. You know, first Ozfest when the record first came out, things blew up, and you know you're kind of like a kid in a candy store. I mean, we used to have contests, <laughs> me and guys, how many girls we could bang in a day. You know, how, and and like it would be me and two other guys on Ozfest just neck and neck. And I think like I think the most I ever did in one day was like six. And Jeez you know, it's just Christ. and and that was when you're just trying to you know do numbers but that was that that kind of passed relatively quickly yeah and these days i yeah but and i was always safe i don't want to die doing this <laughs> and everybody shits, has to have know, an age like, disclaimer yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, well, no, condoms on now uh hey I'm not you, you know something you'd be surprised how many girls would are willing to just go raw all boom, and it's so all wrong they it's hate so rubbers worse than we do. Yeah, but you know something? I hate VD worse than they do, so <laughs> it's all right. But, I'm not uh, done fucking until... My fuck career is not done until I can, uh, like, continuously fuck mixed girls, like half Asian, half Hawaiian bitches. <laughs> when when I can get those bitches to just fuck me, you know, what are you, baby? I'm Mongolian and fucking Russian, good. And I can fuck them, then my fuck career, my, my fuck thing is over. That's when I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to concentrate on my career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you get to a certain point, though, where you're, you, you're more discerning. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm very, very picky. You had them all, right? I've had my share. Enough. Half Mongolian, half. Uh, <laughs> I, I I like I like you know different ethnicities. I like. And uh, you don't have to use the sheet yeah. when you have sex. Oh no. <laughs> the sheet. The sheet. Oh, man, we all start curb your enthusiasm. I had no idea that was going on until I watched That's curb your enthusiasm. That's a bunch of nonsense. It yeah, doesn't the, actually. The sheet through there, the, there's, there's, the. sex through the sheet with one, one hole. There's one or two ultra crazy orthodox sects of of uh hasidic jewry living in israel like there's a a, a group called the satmer hasidim mm -hmm. 
and there are some of them that will utilize that method because it's still a matter of uh you know just trying to be demure and and, and humble and 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 just not throw everything out there but it, it the whole point of sex is to be able to get turned on the whole point of sex is yeah. to see your wife or your significant other's body and and let that be inspirational to you otherwise how do you keep things going i wouldn't be any good fucking a sheet <laughs> you know i mean it's the sheet that is one of those things that have just it's stayed in uh urban legend it's just legend yeah I mean, literally i mean believe me i've got like 200 some odd relatives still living in Israel. A lot of them are Hasidic. A lot yeah. of them are very religious. None of them. No sheet. No. Uh, you drive through Brooklyn. It's not like I ask all of them, hey, you've been fucking through the sheet yeah. lately, but, no, you know, it's. <laughs> you drive it's through Brooklyn not. with a friend and they'll be, hey, you see that fucking guy? You know, he's got to fuck her through a sheet. <laughs> you know, it's always got this. Someone's always got a fucking story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Mike in Jersey. Mike, what's up? Hey, I want to ask Dean. Back of the music, uh, what is that, music as a weapon? Sure. He got on stage at Asbury, and some dude got messed up in the pit, and he actually stopped the show. Were you actually going to stop it? Because I was yelling and screaming, down, you ain't got a hair in your ass to stop this show with all these people. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll stop it at a moment's notice. I'll stop it for any reason that's valid. Um, you know, the last thing you want to see is somebody get hurt. Um, but, you know, I'll stop the show for... You know, somebody being insolent, I'll stop the show if they're being too gropey with the girls on top of the crowd. I mean, mm. there, there, there are certain times when you need to pull people in check. And, and, and this this music has a tendency to, like I said, to let the animal out of people. And yeah. you gotta you got to be careful sometimes and pull back on the reins. Right on. And the second question was, did you choose Starland for, your, for the tour? Uh, personally, no. We, right. we 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 went ahead and we when we did this whole Jägermeister run, part of what we set up is we wanted to make sure that instead of going into big rooms all over the country and doing one night, that we do multiple nights in small venues. So Starland was actually a venue that I dug from the last time that we played there about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was certainly into it. But I, I personally don't choose the venues. I kind of leave that to the age. Sonny Ferrelli from Boston, a faithful uh, listener of the show, asked Dave about the reporter that called him a white supremacist. Oh, Did that go down? A Jewish white supremacist? Isn't that this funny? Is delicious. Yeah. I want to hear this one. I love it. What no, not, what, what she said was that I was uh, part of the show. I have people put their fists in the air. Okay. It's part of the concert experience. And they're thinking fists in the air is some yeah. sort of you know, yeah. Nazi some rally had, sign. Right, right. Some guy had a uh, copper tunnel syndrome but couldn't close his <coughs> fist. Close his fist. <laughs> he did one of these. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, Fucking yeah. Nuremberg. Yeah. Bunch <laughs> of nonsense. Unbelievable. I've gotten into more fights in my lifetime, physical fights, with neo-nazis probably than anybody else on the planet really i i i in my youth that's all i did i in in chicago used to have a bunch of them i don't know if you remember back in the days in the late 70s there was that march in skokie illinois Mm. of the white supremacists there used to be a lot of them and i used to wear the skull cap and the whole nine yards it was very you know i I had no problem showing my jewish heritage right and and and, you know I, i i remember one time going to little kid just going to the arcade you know got my allowance was going to go play some video games have a little fun and you know these two well neo-nazi skinheads you know they they scope me out i'm out of my way out of the arcade and they're like hey jew boy you look like you got a lot of money there 
And, you know, one guy comes behind me, grabs me by my arms, and, you know, the other guy starts to, you know, try and uh, get the wallet out of my pocket after he, you know, gave me a nice little fist to the face. So I ducked down, lifted my heel into the guy behind me's balls, went to my bicycle, pulled off my bicycle chain, and proceeded to whip the living shit out of these guys <laughs> until there was blood all over me. That's the anger, baby. There blood all over the floor. That is the fucking anger right I, there. I, I go home, you know, run, I race home on the bike. I come home, I got blood all over me. My mother's like, oh, my God, what happened to you? I'm like, it's not my blood. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> That's I, great. Any, any, there's nothing that chaps my ass more yeah. than, you know, these ignorant, hateful bastards that have no reason to exist on this planet i think every time that there's a nazi demonstration or a march that there should be a little bit of napalm dropped on the area <laughs> I, I i they don't deserve to live is that uh when you listen to you a want song, to talk about a final solution but without them solution. without them we're, we don't have disturbed those two dudes made you the, ah. the fucking uh, I, 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 the I, anger we have today. I would never, baby. I would never give them that credit. Yeah, there's, never. Ever. There's plenty of things to be angry well, about. KKK That's made me many. funny. Who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are you directing uh, a song like uh, Enemy? Who, who is that? Is that Enemy more... is, a, is a song about. It, it, it's a, the, the name of the song is actually conflict, and the, mm -hmm. but enemy yeah, is repeated everybody. a million times in the song. So, yeah. uh, but uh, the song is about war. People who look for an excuse to go to war. People who you know are always trying to find a reason, making mm -hmm. everybody out to be an enemy, finding one, finding one within yourself that you are actually the real catalyst for it, because you're just looking for another person to fight. Right. Yeah, that's a that's another great song. If I may kiss your ass again. Thank you. So, so obviously you voted for Bush. Uh. No. <laughs> oh, that poor stupid man. Hey, we we have an illiterate. It's unbelievable. You know, it's unbelievable. Unable to speak. You know, warmongering, uh, deal making. Uh, <laughs> Terrorist harboring. You must have got a few songs on him, right? Deify. That song I spoke about earlier starts out with an excerpt of from Bush's 9/11 speech. It's exactly, case in point. You idolize somebody. You make a god out of them. You attribute to them supernatural powers. After 9/11, everybody wanted Bush to come and save us and protect us and keep us safe, and we were willing to wave our rights and wave our freedoms and do anything that's necessary to do that and you know i i, I it, it continues to shock me every day of my existence the uh tremendous uh just bit of forgery and 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 the how he's worked over the american people the the, the saddest to thing buy into all of isn't this shit. the people that were bamboozled at the beginning because i was one of those people i yeah. was i was bamboozled I looked, I listened to the, the, the speeches, I, I watched the UN presentation, I did all that. The sad part is the people that still, after shit comes out and you absorb it from different things, the internet, newspapers, the news, just what you're reading, what you, what you see on TV, any information you can get, and you, you use your own mind to kind of fill in the blanks, and you're still walking around toting the company line yeah. and just... It's called Still, denial. <laughs> yeah. It goes beyond denial, though. It, it's like, at least denial, there's somewhere in the back of your head that you're going, I know this is bullshit, but I just got to, you know, yeah. this is what the truth is. There are people that just completely still believe all the shit and will, will never waver. Yeah, well, there are people who 
believe in war in general. You know, people who just love war, who love going, looking for a reason, who love feeling like the the tough kid on the block. There's the a line there, though, because there are instances where war is necessary. And there are people that believe that, that you should never, ever go to war. War is the last resort. War is yeah. not something that you use to facilitate things. Right. Uh, and, you know, the the reasons just kept changing. The every, reason every, for the war cannot every, keep changing. First, we're going it, to right. go ahead and find, you know, every single aspect of Al-Qaeda on the planet. Yeah. You know, then, you know, that changes to, well, oh, while we're there... Uh, I think something's going on with Saddam Hussein. Let's go ahead and see about... A lot, lot of weapons, a lot of weapons. Yeah. Uh, then, right, I will look for then those. Then it goes to uh, liberating Iraq, which was not, as far as I knew, under occupation to be liberated. <laughs> wow. Then, you know, uh, yeah. and then we're going to go ahead and uh, make sure that they have a democratic society, democracy. mind you, which has not existed in an Arabic culture in 3,000 years. Okay, but we're, we're going to go pull it off this time. Of course. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, 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 it's just super. We're due, people. We're it's, due. It's supremacism. It's us pretending that our way of life is better than theirs, which have existed for for centuries. And and going in and saying, maybe they don't want our way of life. Maybe they're happy the way they are. Maybe they're happy with having a Islamic fundamentalist leader that's somebody that their masses can actually believe in. As opposed to elections and, and so on and so you forth. Know, they, they don't necessarily want all That's fine as long as they leave us the fuck alone. That's too. the operative point of because it. Because if you put a religious fundamentalist in, odds are they're going to rally their people uh, they based rally, on a hatred. Saddam, they, they rally. Oh, wait, wasn't a fundamentalist, though, wasn't No, no, no. Saddam wasn't fucking Saddam, Saddam was probably the lesser of two evils, to be perfectly the honest. The guy, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember him ever doing anything that really put a direct threat to the United States of America. Kuwait, oh. fine, he's threatening his neighbors a little. Uh, and... and uh, the only threat there ever the was was to Israel. People. The only threat there ever was was to Israel, and 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 uh, you know it's 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 sad that they're in the middle of this whole thing because it's always a matter of it always comes back to well we're going to push the Jews into the sea we're going to great uh, choice of real estate by the way over there <laughs> hey let me tell you us Jews we know where to buy you know? okay. now do you think Bush hell was wrong with Peru yeah. <laughs> You it's, think like Bush like hears a song that like deity de, de, deify, deify deify and it's like he's like you know fuck you know fuck the stereo yeah. you know they don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm doing out here nothing like, would make me more it reaches proud. his ears like <laughs> pop that in pop that in the presidential limo <laughs> listen to that hate that guy fuck him <laughs> let's go to I don't Bob think he's ever heard of it Bob the trucker Bob how you doing guys pretty good Bob. This is one of the most intelligent rockers I've ever heard. Thank and I've you. only heard uh, the snippets of Land of Confusion on your program. But yeah, we I come out of breaks with uh, Land of Confusion and stuff. a whole new band I can like. Now nah, you got to buy the whole collection, man. You'll you'll love the well, I'm, music. I'm going to go find it. I'm going to go find it. Absolutely. And I want to tell Patrice. I want to tell Patrice that he's filling in for me. I, I don't know Disturb very well, so he shouldn't feel embarrassed. He's helping me discover this band too. All right, right oh, on, Bob. See how bring everybody go. All right, cool. All right. Well, we should Great, man. We, we should let you go, Dave. All right, bro. We got a couple things. We got a pair of tickets to the show tonight, the Jägermeister Disturbed COC show at the Nokia Theater in Times Square. We'll give a pair of tickets to someone that's in the area on the phone lines, okay? 
And uh, what disturbed song you want us to play today? Anything? Uh, why don't you play the new one that's coming out? Just stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. That's the new single. Number two, right? This one's dedicated to Lizard Man. What's this song about? Lizard Man out there. <laughs> yeah, it's about those people in life that are always looking for a reason to criticize. Always looking for something to pick on with you. Oh, shit. Wow. To me. It's dedicated to me. <laughs> Jimmy, all you comic fucking insecure bastards. <laughs> fucking hat comedian. <laughs> the new CD is uh, 10,000 fit. When does Entourage come back to HBO? Anyone know? January? Hopefully. Love that show. So hard to keep track of all the uh, the different shows between Showtime and HBO and reruns and when the new ones come on and there's so many different shows to watch you do the entourage no i never got into oh, the entourage man. i'm on the uh, deadwood rome curb your enthusiasm yeah sopranos yeah i'm on those shows i'll go entourage it. entourage is a lot of fun a lot of fun uh i was gonna say something the oh. only network show i'll watch these days is uh my name is earl i like that one dude i'm finally taking a peek at that Pretty I thought, funny. I thought that was like just one of those dumb shows that would last wow. like two episodes. Jason Lee is great. It, it got He's nominated hysterical. for a uh, Golden Globe and all that yeah. too. It's doing, uh, it's doing great. Yep. Yeah, we'd love to have him on the show, but I, nah, another guy that we missed our chance. A lot of these guys, they blow up and they forget about their old pals, Opie and Anthony. Yeah. We Remember the days we used to have Kevin Jack Smith Black movies. on the show. Jack Black, now yeah. he's in the biggest, you know, blockbuster, going to be the biggest blockbuster movie ever. And he was very appreciative when he was on our show uh, a few yeah. years back. Yeah, we're not going to see Jack Black walking through that door to, to uh, promote Kong. What was the last Jack Black movie where he came in to see? Uh, probably uh, the fat movie there, whatever it was. Oh, that, that, okay. No, I think it was with uh, Colin Hanks. Well, it was Colin Hanks, who's also in Kong, right? Is he? Isn't Colin Hanks in Kong? He is in Kong. He is, right? Colin Hanks, that movie, uh, what was that? It was the... I was in the studio Orange, that Orange day. Orange County. You were in the studio the I, day both those guys I came in? I was trashing Colin Hanks. And I think that, I think I was trashing Colin Hanks from acting like he Dude. was too cool to be Tom Hanks' son. No, That's no. Right. Jackass. Dude, he was really cool, though, because uh, it turned out he was a fan of the show. And he was getting, like, stuff off the internet and stuff and mm-hmm. keeping up with the show. And he was a major fan. And I'm thinking, Tom Hanks' son is listening to us? That's pretty fucked up. He's in that? Yeah. He is, right? Yeah, he plays Preston. What about the poor other guy from Tenacious D, Opie? What about him? What about oh. him? What'll happen to the other guy from Tenacious D? In the words... Oh, poor thing. In the words of Moving Picture... Yeah. Pictures, moving Pictures. Yeah. Circa 19... Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll give it 83. Yeah. What about me? What about me? It isn't fair. What about me? He's done. You know that song from Moving Pictures? What about me? One Hit Wonder. Do we have that in the old master computer? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, what is he he's doing? He's like the other oh. guy from Wham. Well, no, what but, it, he, but he's anything. as physically awful as Jack Black is, too. No matter. Like... No, Jack Black has a lot of talent, and... Uh, the other dude is in all of Jack Black's movies, playing that little small part. Oh. Just to have that, that loyalty thing, and then yeah. he's hoping his Jack Black connection gives him in King Kong. Yeah. Hey, it. you know, dude, I think they um they need a guy to play the eyebrow of uh, Kong. <laughs> I mean, I'll see what I can do. They put sensors on your body, and you arch your back like when he looks happy. You're going to be the eyebrow. That's the important it's, part. It's, it's oh, it's School of Rock or whatever it was. Yeah. I think he was like the gym teacher oh. in, the, in the teacher's conference room. Can you do um, Amazement? 
With your body as an eyebrow? Oh, yeah, that's good, but no. Maybe you could play a nostril. Look, dude, I'm not going to go to Peter if you're not good at being an eyebrow, dude, all right? You can't embarrass me like this. All right, this. all right. You know it's over. Gotta be a better eyebrow, man. The other guy from Tenacious D. Oh, the other Tenacious D guy. What was the year on uh, Moving Pictures? What about me, by the way? Was I close? No one? No clue? All right. Get rid of that. So, Jack this Black, could you think you can get him on the phone? Never. Ugh. Are you kidding? You're looking at two guys that just know the game. The guy is in King we, fucking Kong. We get you fuckers on the way up, and we get you fuckers on the way down. So, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. now, now, are you accepting him back? Because it wasn't a falling out. He just, he's just not available. So when he comes back down to say he do, he's doing King Kong 4, because uh, uh, Peter Jackson is not going to have anything to do with that. <laughs> and he comes back, and he's like, hey, how you doing, fellas? Will you be like, how come I didn't see you in King Dude. Kong 1 and 2, man? Yeah. Dude, our show is all about, you know, we get these guess if we were in a time machine man it would be the coolest oh, thing it would be unbelievable a-listers in a time machine we're the last ones that got to interview kato kaylin okay <laughs> i mean yep he did every other interview <laughs> in the it. world he finally walked through that door about a month ago that's that's our hell we get you on the way up and on the way down man when you're on top no one has called us when they were on top uh, Who's the biggest biggest who who is the biggest rise from you guys interviewing like you the biggest star from when he started the lowest point to when you got him. You, you understand what the question wow. is? Like he was really like, whew, nobody, and then he's humongous now. Like he would go, huge. huh? We're gonna have to think Who? about that one. There's a bunch of them out there. Jack Black, obviously. Jack Black is them. pretty big. He was a nobody when you first oh started talking. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, it was just you know the tenacious, tenacious D? D thing. Yeah. Sully from Godsmack used to just hang out because he had nothing to do before he was yeah. a rock star. Can you get him on the phone? A uh, guy named uh, Jim Norton. Uh, Jimmy Norton is doing some <laughs> HBO show now. Get Jimmy on the phone. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. We Yeah, we get him on the way down. We get him on the way down. And then Damn. sometimes because of our exposure, we give him a little bump up, but not enough to get him back uh, back too high. <laughs> Dice. That's what, I'm, that's what I was thinking when I said that. Dice, Dice? But Dice was had to be on the Dice way down when was, he saw you, when he first started coming here. Oh, yeah. Dude. Dice was gigantic, and then when we had him on the show, he'd already been completely done. Did you yeah. get the Dice that looks like Don Rickles? And then we no, he still kind of looked like Dice back then because it was you know late nineties, I yeah. guess. And then uh, you know we we pumped it up to the point where he played the fucking garden again. Know who used to Imagine kiss our ass? Garden. Know who used to kiss our ass? Fred Durst. Fred All Durst. right, we had him on before anyone knew who Limp Bizkit was. Really? Oh, and he was so thankful, and when yeah. can I come back, and blah, 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 Can you get him on blah. the phone? Right now? Is, is there any no. big stars that you goddamn guys can get on the phone right now. and say, what's up, man, this is ONA, we just wanted to say congratulations on how... Jack Black wouldn't take your call. Fuck, I no. refuse to believe no it. Who do we have? Who does, who does Ben have in his Rolodex that would take our call right now? Yeah. I don't know. No one, right? Not really. And no. that's sad. Oh, man. You would think we would have a Rolodex and just go, all right, call this guy up, Rolodex. What year is all this? All right, yeah. ready? Who's the, what relationship has maintained, cultivated? Even, and they don't have to be meaty, meteoric rise, but just a steady climb, and they were kind of low when they when y'all met him, but he, they still, they beggar, but they still kind of say, what's up, fellas? And you the can, new show, nobody. this new show, we don't have that yet. We really don't. You know, at the old show, Jay Moore, obviously. You know, Dennis Leary is uh, 
Yeah, he's pretty okay. damn big, and he's still, uh, you know, paying well, comics are loyal, man. Comics are loyal. Comics yeah, are, are different. I'm talking about actors that come on and radio and, and musicians. That, the comics, you could probably call any comic yeah. that got big when you started. And in, 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 Dennis Leary you know. was on uh, the Big Idea last night. Donnie Deutsch is asking about Howie and uh, the little dog company, and then Dennis basically said, "Fuck that! I have XM in my truck, and I listen to Opie and Anthony every day." That was cool. That was really cool. Yes. Fuck that. Call Jack Black right now. What's the number? Yeah, we don't we don't have that number. He has the same number. Who's calling Jack back? I'm telling you, I'm, something about L.A., he's lonely. King Kong. King, he's lonely. King Kong, he's in King Kong. He's lonely. Call he's him. Lonely I on every interview show I've seen him on, plugging that movie. Yeah. That guy's everywhere right now. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Damn, well, what Look do? who we got. We have the uh, CEO of Bodog.net on the phone. Bodog.net's on board with us. Bodog.net, where you uh, learn to play poker. Calvin. Hi, how are you? There he is. Are you an actual CEO? Absolutely. That's what I do day in and day out is run Bodog. I can tell you, you are the first CEO we've ever had on the show. <laughs> uh, Donald that's Trump funny. has to be a CEO. He's not. He's a figurehead. <laughs> he's a real CEO. Trump is a complete figurehead. What about the time we had Bill Gates on? Do you think a CEO <laughs> that really <laughs> that really runs a company has time to do a TV show? You're probably a busy guy, Calvin, right? I'm actually quite busy, but uh, it's still important to take time to uh, get your message out. So we're happy to talk to people like yourself. No CEOing, problem. you know, they're, uh, uh, the poker craze just completely took off when, uh, of course, the World, World Series of Poker. Uh, the poker tour, the celebrity poker uh, challenge, all that, and you started seeing poker sites popping up all over the place. Uh, what what made you think to get into this and not think, well, it might be saturated at this point? Well, we actually didn't have any choice but to get into the poker business because we were already big in sports betting, casino, and horse racing, and uh, you know, players that are playing with us obviously are also playing poker because everybody's playing poker these days. So. Yeah. We did it. We did it from a customer retention perspective. It makes it so that they don't have to go to another site to play poker. They can do it all with us. So, from our perspective, we we actually didn't look at it like as if we were starting out and starting up in poker. We were just adding another product that we knew that our already existing customer base liked. So it yeah. was a customer retention move more Hor than anything. Horse racing online? Yeah, we have horse racing. That's Get out fun. of here! How did that work? Well, <clears throat> you bet on the, the tracks. The same as uh, if you were actually sitting there watching it, but uh, you bet straight into a pool with us, and you know the only difference is you can't actually watch the uh, horse race itself. See, that stinks. I want to. I want to be able to watch the horse race. Like when I go to OTB, or when I used yeah. to go to OTB, uh, you could watch the horses uh, run. That's kind of. It's almost like um, uh, going into a casino. Betting some money, and then the dealer just saying, you lost, <laughs> taking the money away. I want to see some cards. It's pretty funny, I agree. But uh, we, we offer it, again, as a loyalty thing. It's not a super big channel for us. And uh, we would gladly offer the actual race, but the tracks themselves don't like to give it to yeah. us. So. Well, it's all about poker these days, though. It definitely is. Poker is huge, and it's got coattails. It's, uh, poker's actually, in my opinion, it's improved the respectability of the entire space. Yeah. And what does Bodog uh, offer as far as poker goes? Uh, well, on Bodog.net, that's a pl 
play for fun site where you can go and learn how to play. We, we obviously have our uh, real money sites as well. But you want to go to the one where you uh, you learn first, though, yes, I would gather. Yes, absolutely. Bodog.net, you can play. And uh, actually, well, the biggest thing we've got coming down the pipe right now from Bodog is uh, in uh, January, middle of January, we're launching a new poker interface. It's the Bodog uh, Poker 2.0. And uh, we think it's going to change the way people look at playing poker online because this will be the first time that a poker interface has been designed from scratch solely for being played on the internet on a computer whereas previous generations including the product we currently have out there we're all pretty much just take what happens in the real world and pretend you're floating 10 feet above the table watching the game oh so this is going to be a little more like a uh, first person perspective well it's gonna it's gonna be all about you this one there's not going to be a table uh, everything's going to be designed around how you can access your information the, the way that you would want to access it. So you're always going to be aligned so that uh, you're always, no matter when you can come into the table and who else is playing, your interface is always going to look the same. Your stuff's going to be at the bottom. And the, re the rest of the people's information will be scattered around there above you, but it's also going to have like the ability to play multiple tables in one window, and it's going to have a whole bunch of other stuff that's going to make it very, very slick. That's pretty cool. You know what I liked about uh, uh, Bodog? I went on Bodog.net, signed up, got on there. Uh, my favorite thing, the timers are a lot shorter than the uh, other poker sites. Because if i got to sit there and wait for some idiot to bet, like like uh, the, the guys get online and they think they're on the World Poker Tour, that they could sit there and um, mull over their hand for 20 minutes... I like the countdown timer. It goes, boom, fold your hand, move on to the next guy. Absolutely. We, we try to have a number of different timing ranges as well so to appeal to different uh, speeds. Keeps it moving a little faster. I like that. What is, what's this Bodog television? What are you into? Jesus. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we started out in sports betting, then we expanded into casinos, horse racing, poker. And then in the last uh, 12 months, we launched a music label. And uh, now we've started producing television content. And our first uh, television show, entirely produced by Bodog, and actually with me as the host of it, will be a charity poker event and uh, rock concert that we hosted for the U.S. military in Hawaii last summer. So it's got a great cause. It's the Fisher House Foundation, which is a military charity. And uh, it's all about the troops. So these are the people that are out there. And whether, no matter what side you are in the political, you know, from a political perspective, the guys that are out there doing the heavy lifting aren't involved in politics. They're just following orders, and we thought it was uh, time to do something for them. So this is airing on Spike uh, Sunday night at 12.30. And the uh, beautiful Shannon Elizabeth involved? Shannon Elizabeth will be there, yes. And Snoop Dogg, we've got uh, Stella Warren, who actually won the tournament first time ever. And we've got a number of uh, comedians. Carson Daly's there, Colin Quinn, uh, Wanda Sykes. Colin's one of the worst poker players ever, and he wins. I hate that. I <laughs> no, he didn't win him. our tournament. Good, good. How old a CEO are you? I'm 44 years old. Oh, okay. I, I just because you sound kind of young, I would have wanted to hit you if you were like 21. I hate <laughs> no, these no. guys. I'm, uh, you know, I started out just writing some code for Java, and uh, now I'm a multi-gazillionaire. I'm 23 years old, and everyone hates me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm a little funny. bit funny right now because uh, I've been flying for the last week all over the United States. I've been in six cities in about uh, seven days, and I just landed here, and I don't think I've adjusted yet. So, Well, you go take a nap, and we'll all uh, go to uh, bodog.net, uh, sign up, and learn how to play some poker. How about Excellent. That? Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks Great. for having me. Thank all you, right, Calvin. Calvin. Cheers, bye. Bless, Bless. Calvin.
bless Calvin Air for uh, coming on this program and uh, spending money, Opie. Hey, after the show today, uh, we're going to be doing an appearance at JNR Music and Computer World. I just want to remind people at 12:30 we'll be at JNR Music and Computer World with lots of free stuff to give away. Uh, that's at 23 Park Row, across from City Hall Park. Opie and Anthony and a bunch of uh, familiar faces from the radio show will be at JNR Music and Commu- uh, Computer World at 12:30 today. 23 Park Row, across from City Hall Park. What's a corporate shilling bastard? And we're back with the Opie and Anthony program. Patrice O'Neill helping us out today on this fine Whip 'Em Out Wednesday. Such a busy show today. We didn't even talk about uh, Wow today, Anthony. And we got no. so many new listeners checking out the program on a daily basis. A lot of new people uh, checking us out in Canada. XM Canada is doing great. And they just don't know about WOW. Very, very easy. Get yourself a WOW sticker or get yourself a homemade WOW sign or ride it in the dirt on the back of your truck. Yeah, Basically, easy. there are women all over North America, Rem- all over the United States and all over Canada that are willing to flash you if they see that wow. Hence, Whip Em Out Wednesday. If you needed a uh, official Whip Em Out Wednesday bumper sticker, send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to us here in New York City. The address is 111 West 57th Street, New York, New York, 10019. And that address is up on opianthony.com, okay? Right. Another thing, another piece of business, Christmas right around the corner, and we have Opie and Anthony stuff for Christmas. Christmas? Yeah, yeah. What do we have? Well, my brother's got to pay his bill, so help me out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just help my brother out and buy a fucking shirt, will you? So he stops hounding me. Christmas t-shirts? or It's all sorts of Opie and Anthony t-shirts. Anthony I think t-shirts. He, he even has like hats now. I don't Makes know. Makes a great stocking I think stuffer. he has like, uh, like uh, woolies, winter hats and stuff. Yeah. So go to opianthony.com or what's Ziggy's site? MyRadioStore.com. MyRadioStore.com has the Opie and Anthony stuff right, for Christmas. Hawk. And if you order within the that. next few days, you'll get it in time for Christmas, okay? Right. All right. All right. Exactly. Uh, what is John talking about in Utah? John, what's up? Yeah, uh, I thought I was getting sick of Patrice, but, what? but dang, he wrote me back in today. I'm, I'm loving him all over again. Why were you getting sick of Patrice? Oh, uh, I thought it just... It was kind of seeming like the same thing for the last couple of days, but oh it's my just God. A, a, whole new, a whole new side of him today, and I'm loving him all over. And then look at this. Right. It says, again, guys, another great show. Patrice gets third chair. Don't make a fucking maniac out of me. And that's uh, Nick checking in. This whole thing is so hard to figure out, man. You can't. I think we've Win. been having just killer. <laughs> that can't even say nothing to that asshole. I think we've uh, had nothing but killer shows with Patrice O'Neill the last week and a half. Not even a question. I mean, we look at the clock, and it's almost 11 o'clock. We're like, what? What? That's a sign that we're having a good show. I get sick of me. <laughs> and and, and I, I get sick of me, and I get to the point where, like, the end of the show rolls around. And then I go, all right, we got, like, 20 hours for enough shit to happen. Because by 11, you know, I'm out of shit. Yeah. I'm out of gas. Yeah. If we had to do a show till noon... We'd be in big trouble with that last hour because I got nothing left in the tank. And then that would be a fun hour of radio, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it to scratching and clawing to uh. keep above water. But then in 20 hours, miraculously, four hours more shit is in my head right. to talk about. Right. I don't know where it comes from. 
By the end of the show, I'm referring to myself as that Patrice guy. Yeah. In my own head. The fuck is this Patrice guy talking about? And then we have 20 hours to get that uh, material ready. But to go I don't for do anything that I gives me enough information for four hours of conversation. Just a little rest. I don't know what it is. Just a little rest, and the radio guys take care of the rest while you're sleeping. I don't know. Somehow, 20 hours passes. I got four more hours worth of shit to say. What the fuck? 11:01. I'm out of shit to say. All right, listen. Fucking Patrice, enough already. Enough of me. And listen, Jesus. we got we still got lots of stuff to do, and we could squeeze a few in before 11 o'clock. We got to get Steve in studio because he handed in something that I don't know. Uh oh. I don't want to be connected to this. Now you're scaring me. I don't want to be connected to you this. You scare me when you just say Steve handed something in, but now it's something you don't want to be connected to. No, all right. Uh, it's uh, it's on a CD. It's 46 seconds long, and all it says is loudest orgasm ever. Now you're thinking to yourself, all right, man, that's pretty fucking cool. All right. Right? Yeah. Until you find out that it's a guy. It's a fucking guy. Three days of fitness in my truck driving. This is the third day of faggots. (laughs) Third day, Patrice. I'm fucking fag day. And thank you, because now Patrice is just going to obsess on your fucking comment now. (laughs) It's like reading something on the message board. You were great. Great show. Great show. Great show. You were great. I love you. I love you. You fucking suck. Same shit every day. Motherfucking, I suck. It's the same shit every day. <laughs> Self-esteem. One guy. All right, Steve. The uh, the disc in your hand is a audio clip that someone sent in. It's actually a video clip that someone sent in, and they were commenting on it because you had played that. Did you com- get to see the video yourself? Yeah, I did actually. Ooh, is it sexy? No. <laughs> it looked like a, a, a lion clown, you know, chomping down on a gazelle. What was the, the uh, scene? The, the scene was. Um, a white woman on a uh, on a bed in a, in a cheesy motel room, bent in half with like one of her legs up by her up by her ears, and a black guy just pumping away on top of her. Uh huh. And about eh, five seconds in, the audio kicks in. And uh, this uh, guy having an orgasm, having this? an explosive orgasm. Is it outside? Does he pull out? No. Okay. He All hangs right. around inside. All right. Cream uh, pie, as they call it in the cream pie. Cream pie, as they call it in the porn industry. Now. <laughs> cream pie. They I get mean, eighteen hundred and fifty dollars for women that do cream pie. Twenty two thousand for <laughs> anal cream pie. Just yep. for information. He's right <laughs> How about that. Wow, Patrice. Right. Yeah. But the email I got was, uh, hey, if you think that Tom Sizemore orgasm clip is bad, you got to yeah. check out this one. All right, let me play the Tom Sizemore. All right. That's like the excuse that. we're using today. That's the excuse we're using because that was what, what what I got in the email. All right. Well, Anthony's finding the uh, finding the Tom Sizemore clip. Here's Tom Sizemore uh, clip from his sex tape. Oh, oh, motherfucker! Yeah. That was Tom Sizemore. All the time. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's Tom Sizemore from his sex tape. Oh, oh, motherfucker! Yeah. Not great, Tom Sizemore. <laughs> Is that Paris Hilton? No, 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 no. some whore. He had some hookers in a hotel room with him, and he was banging them, and he was, and then he put the video camera to his face and and tell stories yeah. about uh, what was that? That Ex- cl- clickety clack bag of bones, bitch, oh, yeah. fucking Heidi, yeah. Heidi Fleiss, yeah, clickety clack bag of bones, bitch. Oh, oh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and this clip we're about to play is better than that. Uh, I, you know, it's definitely louder. Oh, definitely louder. louder. So this right. guy's been building up. Oh, my 
Holy crap, now that's funny. Now, what the I, fuck is he? I, that's like hydrochloric acid is coming, <laughs> or she's removing the orgasm from his testicles with a razor blade. <laughs> There's no way that is just basic sex coming. I was thinking blockage. I was thinking maybe blockage? Uh, crazy glue in the pee hole. Oh. <laughs> and he had a blast And it through. blew up like a balloon when yeah. you make a balloon animal? He had a blasted throw. Coming inside of a balloon. <laughs> That is, come on. Get that on my machine. Oh, yeah. We need that on our machine. And I need that right next to Tom Sizemore. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Frank smells bit. Frank? Hey. You smell bit or what? I smell bit, man. You better do it. What's the bit? The loudest orgasm. Come on, guys. Yeah, but how are you going to beat yeah. that one? Uh, I don't know, dude. Someone's going to... What? In theaters, broke back mountain. Come on. All right, we'll figure something out. All right. All right. Let's say hi to Steve in Pennsylvania. Steve? Hey, that sounds like a New York City police precinct about five years ago. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> going old school. Oh, shit. Chip, uh, the trucker. Chip? Yeah, it sounds like somebody's trying to shove a telephone pole up his ass. Uh, you know what it is? I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> you know what it is? He got some Tabasco in his pee hole. Oh! That wasn't pain, man. Oh! No, I, I think that was inside. That was just no. an inside one. Passing a kidney stone, someone is uh, suggesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's great. All right. We'll be playing that a million times in the next few months. Oh, yeah. That's a show or opener. tomorrow. Uh, that's a show opener sound. Oh, of course. All right. Uh, the iPod uh, porn story. Yeah. We got audio of that. We're looking to do this. I want to do this. Of course. I want to be the next uh, porn mogul. How many porn moguls are out there? People making money off of this shit. And what do we do? We give it away. We yeah. just videotape it and do nothing. As soon as I found out that uh, you could like download these TV shows to your iPod and your phone and all that crap, yep. I was thinking, screw Desperate Housewives. They were bragging you could get Desperate Housewives mm -hmm. on your phone or your iPod. I knew it was going to go right to the porn. Porno. So here's the story. Porn star Ron Jeremy has made movies for the big screen, for TV, VHS, DVD... And now for wireless gadgets such as cell phones and video iPods. 
I think it'll spread a lot with word of mouth. You know, because like guys are going, Louie, look at this. Look what I got over here. Jeremy does not think wireless porn will be a huge business, but scores of other pornographers certainly do, including Harvey Kaplan, who's been peddling net porn for seven years. I think that the multi-billion dollar marketplace is just starting to peak. Over the next two years or so, you'll probably see about 2,000% increase in the amount of traffic going over cellular phones. And it's got to be the freaky porn. It's got to be the freaky porn. Yep. Something you don't see every day where you can go, hey, dude, check this out. Something that wraps up quickly. Then it, then it has that viral effect, that virus, like you, you just want to you know, pass it on to everybody Here, you know. Here's what the video iPods are good for. It's not good for a TV show. First of all, I'm sorry, the screen's a little too small to be sitting there. You can't watch it while you're driving. On the train, again, the screen's a little small, things like that. It's almost like carrying around... A little bit of porno with you, uh, a magazine, some pictures. Remember in the old days? Hey, check out these pictures. Haba haba, twenty three skidoo, and they show like old pictures to each other. It's that in video. Mm -hmm. So now you could show your buddy like you know, check this fucking maybe that scene that uh, we just heard audio from. You you bring that to work. You you go to your buddy, dude, check this out, and it's funny. It's quick. It's a clip. It's porno. You can't get it on television. Mm -hmm. uh, that is where it's going to be a gold mine. Porno, it's, porno has never taken a dip. This, this, no. it's just a new place to go. Cause okay, right now I don't. You guys ain't that filthy, but I'm at the level where porn is almost finished. You know, it's, really? I'm almost reverting back to cartoons. You know what I mean? That's, just... It's just done. But it, there's a kid out there, 12, like I was once, oh, who, yeah. who, who's looking at who was looking at the fucking Victoria's Secrets magazine mm -hmm. and jerking mm -hmm. off to that without even right. pussy, without even titty showing. And they're gonna build up. It's just they they're gonna put it now on their iPod where they get to see their little whatever they watch, and yep. it's gonna build. It's that their new market, their VHS is what VHS is to me watching porno yep. is. Is the iPod today? Oh yeah, where you used then, to pop the tape in. That's what's gonna be, man. And Need did you me. ever watch the whole fucking porno? You don't watch I, the whole I, thing. I am a porno. Like I watch it. I know the actors. I know the who changed. I know what their tendencies were. Yeah. I know who the stars oh were. I know like when Steve they started to fall. I'd watch. I'd fast forward. I'd look. I'd wait until I find a scene that I could jack off to. That's it. You know what changed about porn big now? The what people don't notice. Mm. It used to be. A famous woman, mm -hmm. uh, Vanessa Del Rio, um, behind the Greek Marin Chambers, yeah. mm -hmm. fucking five, who the fuck are these guys? Now it's one guy fucking five, who the fuck are these girls? Really? You know the guys, you don't know the fucking girls. So weird. Six non, who the fuck are these women? Jenna Jameson's the last porno star. Like, girls like her wouldn't fuck black guys in the pornos. It's just known. Big, yeah. Big time white fuck stars, they wouldn't do it. Now they got these little, you know, swap girls, too, and, uh, you know, come eyes. <laughs> come eyes. Well, that's the problem with all the girls getting into porno now, too. They all think they could be the next Jenna Jameson. But no. no. But that has passed. You're so right. No. That has passed, uh, passed them by. No names anymore. It's right. like, uh, uh, I know the guys' names, and I'm not being a fag, but it's like, you know, uh, Rocco and, and uh, whatever the fuck. Who are all these guys? You can just know if I could think about them. Yeah. But they, they, they're just, they're out there, and these girls is like, oh, she's a cute little this is a cute one then when you see her in the next one you go ah, seeing this bitch i want to uh, see i want to see uh you know new meat ouch nigga two <laughs> and i want to see different bitches ouch nigga <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't want to see this girl uh, again it used to be i got a bunch of vanessa del rios yeah 
And who's this guy fucking to move his ass out the way? Now it's one dude in different scenes. You, it's, it changed. And yeah, there's, I wouldn't there's no know more that. porn stars I, I anymore. I have no idea. I just go, get to a good point and uh, uh, jack it, done. And then I was. Put it back was, in its yeah, case. Put and it throw back, it back in the on case. The shelf. And that's it. It was done. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, we have one more clip. And that's what these uh, video iPods and stuff are going to be good for. You download a quick clip. Now you can jack. Maybe you want to get the uh, the uh, you're in school jack. Maybe you want to do the at work jack. But what you can't smuggle in a, a penthouse or something like that, like the old days. Now you just pull out your video uh, iPod. You're looking. Now you're in the bathroom stall. Quick clip. Quick jack. You're relaxed. Pretending you're listening to music. You're more productive. Right. There at the office. There you go. You'll just collect your favorite Jack Clips. Jack Clips. That's it. All That's right. the whole fucking thing. JackClips.com. I'm registering it right now. Has your jacking um, elevated? Have you? Are you a different jacker than you was when you were maybe 10 years ago? Do you even remember your... I don't even jack anymore. You don't jack anymore? Nope. What was your favorite Jack sauce back in the day? Jack sauce. Jack sauce. Like your uh your favorite moisturizer. Uh in the old days it's nothing but Vaseline around the house. I couldn't when I was a kid I couldn't leave shit around the house. KY, what am I gonna leave fucking aqualube? There was nothing around there. It was whatever whatever was laying around the house. Fucking Vaseline intensive care lotion. You still jacking now? Uh no, I I do uh, fucking you're not a jacker. No, I kind of just... I used to be a big jacker. Jacking. I'm not jacking anymore. You're not jacking I'm anymore. Not at all. When's the last jack? And I used to admit it. Jesus, dude, we're running out of show, and now you come by? Who's that? Pepper from Corrosion Conformity. Ah! Oh. What the hell happened to you, dude? We got like four minutes left in the show. Wow, he's... this is not my fault. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got Holy pepper. shit, Pepper. <laughs> we got Pepper from Corrosion Conformity. Sit there for one second. got to play a 20-second clip here from uh, a family group old, that's yeah. concerned about the uh, iPod porn. According to one industry estimate, worldwide mobile porn sales will total a billion dollars this year, a more than 50% increase over last year, worrying some family groups. Because you can monitor what your own child downloads off the Internet, but with these new mobile devices, you don't have any control over what your child might see or might be exposed to from the child who's sitting next to them in the bus. Anti-pornography activists are urging the government to crack down and warning parents to be vigilant. Mm. Good luck. Warning parents to be Good vigilant. Good luck. Good luck with that. God damn it, someone's got jackclips.com. Really? Any domain name you could think of, someone's got they it. Both, they figured them all out. Jack Pepper Clips. from Corrosion of Conformity in studio. Pepper. Sorry, guys. What's up, bro? What happened? I literally traffic. Yeah, <laughs> such a lot. <laughs> it's a Christmas traffic, right? Yeah. I was shopping. Yeah, 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 it was it was tough F. crossing F. the street today. Yeah. Yeah. I got held up at F.A.O. Schwartz. Guys doing a show. Yeah, does someone like you go Christmas shopping? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. But you got to buy it for somebody, right? Kwanzaa shopping, no big Kwanzaa. Is that it? Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa? Yeah. Celebrating Kwanzaa, that made-up fucking Christmas? Now, this is a fucking rocker. You think you're going to hear any goddamn Jewish jargon from this guy? Fucks no, baby. You're getting no uh, Israeli uh, No Israeli. Palestinian. The whole time I was driving over here, I'm, we drove past the building where I know the NFL commission stays at. Yeah. And I need to, I need to speak to Paul Tagliabue. Why? Because the New Orleans Saints are getting screwed. Why are they getting screwed? They're getting get tossed out of there. They're going to San Antonio or some horseshit. Well, they can't quite play, you know. I know. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't hit me over the head when I'm already in the gutter. Can't you know play I mean? in the shit dome. 
Yeah, they don't even have a, a, a dome to play in. Do you take a, Do you take the Saints out of a major city like that? Until you guys, uh, yeah. you guys need until a, what? You guys, need, you guys need a few years to rebuild, and then is that we'll, what you think? Yeah. <laughs> then we'll get you a football team again. Can we get a new team? You're going to get a new team. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you. Is give that it, what you think's going down? Give it two or three years, and then the NFL is going to do the okay, right thing. I can hang with that. A hurricane. If it's, if it's on paper, <laughs> it's got to be written down. I, did we know you were from New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, y'all call me, you called me during a hurricane. I was, I, yeah. was in, I was in a horse trailer when you called me. I was living in a horse trailer. How'd that work out for you? Housewise, everything fine? Terrible. Terrible? Terrible. Really? Did you get fucked? Terrible. Fun? Terrible. Your house uh, flooded, gone? Mm -hmm. What happened? He lost his house, my friend Ross. Really? Yeah. That shit's bad. Bitch. Of course it was bad. We saw it. Insurance take care of it or what? We had an adjuster come out. Yeah? Exactly. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Nothing. He adjusted himself and left. I was. was I have. A, I own a bar in New Orleans, and I was insured by Lloyd's of London. And I had an adjuster come out. Yeah. What did he say? Didn't he, did he give me some fucking money? He gave me no. Not even numbers, Hoss. You say give me money, bitch. Yeah, I've been paying paying you. It's coming, Hoss. What's wrong with you, Hoss? I've been paying <laughs> you the premiums. Now you fucking you got to pay off. Sorry, you lost the bet. Exactly. I pay you premiums. If nothing happens, you win. So what? If my go? house gets fucking and flooded. That's what I was thinking. They ran away. Is that how insurance supposed no, to work? No, I don't think anybody's gotten paid out yet. Right. God damn. So what do, you, what, what do you do? You just stay away from New Orleans? No, I'm going home. Hell no. Did you yeah. get your ATM card? I can bang a nail. The $2,000 ATM card? Yeah, did you get one of those? From the Red Cross? Giving the Red Cross cards? Well, you, know, yeah. you know, when I did go back to New Orleans, I enjoyed seeing people with the Red Cross cards. Yeah? Like people who went to L.A. and got them. Buying like stockings and shit. Yeah, well, you need the essentials. <laughs> right. Terrible. How are the shows going, man? Could yeah. We, yeah, it's good. We're, we're almost done. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, my only concern is to get back to New Orleans. That's it. Is that it? Chomping at the bit there to get back home and uh, rebuild, right? Are you actually going to get in there, get your hands dirty, do some fucking building? My hands have been dirty. Yeah. Um, Pick right up before, a hammer I mean, and nails. Oh, totally. Right before I left, it was like, we I was almost had my grandfather's roof done. But what was wrong with the roof? Hole cut in it? Gone. Just blown away? Yes. Was there more wind or water damage or both? Uh, you know, if it, if there wasn't any water damage, it would have been like no, nothing. CNN, yeah. thing, like maybe a two-week story. Yeah. But the flood fucked it up. And you were in, your house was in one of those areas that got flooded? Yeah, 80% of New Orleans is underwater. Yeah. Well, There's not much difference between two feet and four feet. <laughs> you know. That's true. It's going to fuck it up. Jeez. That's yeah, wild, man. Uh, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of bitching about it, but I'm, because I'm with you guys. Yeah, you got it. This is my one little. You could vent, my friend. Yes. It's you messed up. Vent. It's America. That's what's weird. You know, it's New Orleans. It's yeah. All, it, New Orleans is older than America. Yeah. And we're, we're fucking being tossed out in the trash. You think uh, the government could help a lot more than they are? Hmm. Uh, based upon me being down there, I mean, you still got to wear a mask. It's so dusty. There's so much trash on the street. Really? Still? It just? Do you see anything? Has anything changed? Like, you look and go, wow, it's nice if to see was, they did if, this. If it was Charlotte, North Carolina, or if it was Nashville, or you know, whatever, some major city about our size. Yeah. With a different 
maybe population, I think it'd be a, a hell of a lot different. Do you see anything changed though? Like, are, are, are there There's things? There's no where schools you, open, man. Where Nothing. you, where you went? There's no public schools open. Last time this was all fucked up, but now at least that's getting fixed. Or this is, or it's it, still it, just a filthy it's, mess. It's been eradicated, man. It's eradicated. Just See, done. we thought it was doing better because it's off the tube. Yeah, it gets off the tube. Exactly. I'm not even tube. kidding with you, man. I'm on, I'm on the road. I'm like, oh, all right, they're not doing stories anymore. I guess they got it under control and they're rebuilding. It sucks, but it, go it, to it's like, moving in know, the right direction. You, you try and go to a restaurant, for instance, a nice restaurant, and you got to go get your own water because there's no wait staff. Seriously, you got to walk up and they have water set up on the counter. Holy shit. There's nobody there. You know? It's insane. It's like a ghost town. Uh... It's a shanty town. It's like being in Kingston, Jamaica. Wow. Seriously. See, no, who knows? You don't see who any. Knew? You don't see it. Are you going to be around tomorrow? Uh, no. I've Where'd Geraldo go? Thought... Is Geraldo coming here? No, uh, Geraldo, uh, why isn't he down there yeah, uh, for, doing he, that story? That's he was very over. concerned for a while. So he's gone. Now you know where he went? He right. went back to Iraq because uh, of hey, the, the violence. Hey, let me tell you this, too. You know what I think's going down? What's up? I think the Red Cross is funneling money out of the New Orleans thing to fucking Iraq. Are you shitting me? That's what I think is going down. To where? Like, what part of... Wherever, whatever's needed in Iraq is where it's going to. Wow. Mm. Uh, we're running out of show. They're going to turn us off. God 20 seconds. I mean, seconds. 20 seconds? It's Pepper from Corrosion of Conformity. Pepper, you got to get Please back Please help rebuild New Orleans. All right, he got here very I love late. you guys to death. And I we're going to be at J&R Music World downtown at, uh, what, uh, 23 Park Row across from City Hall Park. Uh, starting at 12.30. we got a pair of tickets to the show tonight. Give us a call right now. Corrosion of Conformity and Disturbed at the Nokia oh. Theater. The Jägermeister <laughs> Music Tour. Thanks, Pepper. Shut it. I'm out of here.